This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. When the public pays the public is served, when advertisers pay advertisers served, sar kate ya mundi ude ye dono slogan kahe bina hum apna hafta chalu nahi karenge aur hafta har hafte aayega jaise is hafte bhi aaya hai. Namaskar, I am Abhinandan Sekri. With me on the panel is a very accomplished lot let me start from right to left atul our executive editor hello mr charasia hi winner of several journalism awards anand vardhan hello. hello our resident in house intellectual and avid reader of everything that has been printed or not uh, the winner of hearts manisha pande our Why, why is everyone laughing? We get a lot of fan mail for Vardhan. More yeah, than fucking really I got in my fucking eight years of gazing my bund, not got a single fan mail. Yeah, but his coach. One minute, me. Start again. Me. Abey, yar. I'm very much frustrated. I'm not getting fan mail. The rest of you all get. I'm just getting a lot of mail. Anyway, so uh, Manisha Pandey. Hello. Who's wondering what she's doing in this crass company? <laughs> And Anand Ranganathan, in-house scientist. Science in the world. What are you doing today? कुछ नया ताजा चना बना माल गाड़ी चल रही है अच्छा <laughs> <laughs> चलो ठीक है सो बिफोर अच्छा आई ऑल्सो मधु इज नॉट हेयर बिकॉज शी इज डूइंग सम हेक्टिक वर्क रिगार्डिंग अ हेक्टिक इवेंट दैट्स गोइंग टू हैपन ऑन द 21st एंड 22nd आई एम गोइंग टू हैव अ बिग अनाउंसमेंट टू मेक रिगार्डिंग दैट इट्स कॉल्ड द मीडिया रंबल दैट द न्यूज़ लॉन्ड्री दैट नॉट द न्यूज़ लॉन्ड्री दैट न्यूज़ लॉन्ड्री इन पार्टनरशिप विद टीम वर्क इज पुटिंग अप It's going to be a one-of-a-kind media event. I'll tell you more about it later on in the podcast. Do stay tuned. Chota hafta listeners, saale mufat khoro. Subscribe karke. Kuch to contribution career free media me. Sadki you must be craving all the time paid news, paid news, fake news, false news. So do something. Step up. So you become full-time subscribers. So Madhu's busy in organizing some aspects of that. So we shall start off uh, without her, uh, although she won't be joining us uh, in this hafta. these are the things we'll be discussing the gst rollout how smooth or unsmooth it's been and i'd also like to know everyone's views here how it has impacted your daily life i went for lunch earlier this week twice and got a cheaper bill by 0.5% mm-hmm. so i'm happy kyunki daru to mai peeta nahi modi's israel visit india and israel signed seven agreements uh, i'm sure the anand will tell us what they are netanyahu india and israel friendship marriage made in heaven apparently he says that about everything just like Modi says a few things about everything, but that makes for an interesting uh, punchline. Supreme Court agrees to examine trust vote run by Tamil Nadu CM in February. Okay, that's interesting. I wonder if that will change anything. Then the Sikkim standoff. This seems serious. How serious? Again, let's discuss and figure that out. Are we on the verge of another aggression by China? And last time, who was the aggressor? Because some accounts of history say in '62 we were the aggressors and we crossed the line. and some sino devadi aggressors so let's let's see what we can get out of that vhp corporate actors are victims not tyrants media acknowledged deadly attacks on them that's what the vhp says communal riots break out in west bengal's north 24 parganas after controversial facebook post that has also been getting a lot of traction uh, maybe we'll have some theories on that from the panel the apex court asked the center why there were no laws to ensure fair appointment of the post of election commissioner in the poll panel achal kumar jyoti's new chief election commissioner also i believe the former chief secretary of gujarat and modi has been appointed as election commissioner am i right okay everyone's looking at me blankly i read that in the paper two days ago uh, so i was wondering what does that mean and um, 
Syed Salahuddin, who was designated a global terrorist recently by the United States, has admitted that the organization, that's the Hezbollah Mujahideen, carried out terror attacks in India. Donald Trump posts a WWE-inspired video of him violently assaulting CNN. Is he too smart for the rest of us or too dumb? I, just, I think jurists CNN had that. a brilliant response to that also. Yeah, you, but I, I don't you know. You thought it was brilliant? I loved it. The, I, don't, I don't know whether that's doing, whether Trump is getting what he wants or not. I think that's, anyway, we'll discuss that. And then a Muslim journalist from NDTV, Munne Bharti, forced to say Jay Shri Ram to stop saffron-clad Bajrang Dal mob from torching his car. And anything else that anybody wants to talk about, I would also like to talk about Kiran Bedi. Wherever she goes, she wrecks havoc as she's doing in Puducherry now. So, what should we start with? Vardhan, you've joined us after two weeks. Why don't you go? Do you want to shed some light on the Israel visit, why it's important, why it's not? Or do you want to start with GST? Israel visit. Israel. Okay. So, let's go with Israel. Yes, means uh, Israel visit, uh, it was all uh, there on the cards and it formalizes what was uh, uh, what was a covert bilateral engagement. Hmm. So, so we were embarrassed of our friendship with Israel in the past. Is, is that right? Or, I mean, there were a few people who were. So, <laughs> uh. Nehru took two years to recognize Israel. As a so, nation. Israel was created in May 1948, and India recognized it as a state only in September 1950. Hmm. So, and India voted two times against. Uh, first, uh, the creation uh, means uh, the partition of Israel and Palestine, the Arab side that is Palestine, and uh, in and then in UN it. Uh, uh, India had voted against uh, the granting membership to Israel. So, and why has it been uh, such a? Because uh, Nehru. No, but Nehru ko gaye to bhot time ho gaya. Atal ji, Gandhi. Gandhi. Baad, Mere, Nehru and Gandhi had some. Both Gandhi had special reservations f- with. The no, f- they, uh, they had fondness for Arab. Hmm. So, <laughs> for Arabs, and they also thought that uh, it would. Uh, uh, somehow uh, compromise a moral standing in the world. I think it was also do domestic domestic, yeah. domestic yeah. Po- uh, considerations of Muslim uh, minority. Of the affinity uh, to the Palestine caused yes, by uh, Indian Muslims. Yeah, mm. because uh, uh, India was very uh, elasticity with which India recognized Palestine. It was the first, I think, the first non-Arab state to do so. In 1988 or 87, perhaps 87. So I see. And how big? You could see it from the um, uh, the tweet of Rajdeep, Hmm. who was I don't know rattled or whatever. Rajdeep Sardesai, who said that uh, you know when everyone was saying that look you know now the relations are really nice and good. uh, He said, let's remember that you know the groundwork was laid earlier. Uh, Sonia Gandhi did not Not attend. Uh, Arafat's uh, funeral. Hmm. Now, in itself, it's a pretty uh, diabolical tweet, you know. Uh, and the fact is that four government ministers actually went and attended it. Hmm. But he was trying to portray this thing that look. Subco joint effort. Yeah. Sure. Mm, I just had one question for the panel, and you know, we could start off with Atul and then move this way. Actually, let's start with Anand because um, Anand, for you, a lot of stuff, morality takes, you know. Real politics is not something you yeah. look at kindly. Right. You've often said True. that 
uh, I think on one occasion I was saying that Modi had to do this and you said no he didn't yeah absolutely uh, I think it was to do with why did he hug UAE he went to UAE yeah, I said, mm. yeah exactly so I said you got to do that anyway yeah. so I mean where the Palestine and the you know the, the Gaza Strip conflict and the Israel-Palestine conflict has moved over the years it has moved and I don't think there are any nice guys anymore but to begin with do you think the Palestinians had a moral right to be outraged that you know a bunch of people Absolutely. comes and just throws you out and says, Absolutely. now fuck off, this is no longer your country. 2,000%. In fact, I've said this before as well, that, uh, you know, when when people draw similarities between the Kashmir quote-unquote struggle, they, no, this is, they have no grouse. The real mm. grouse is uh, what Palestinians have. Mm. And there's a wonderful book by Susan Nathan, who's an Israeli Jew, mm-hmm. who's written an amazing book called Inside Israel. And that tells you that, in effect, Israel is actually an apartheid state. The iron, the sheer irony of it is that, you know, the Jews have suffered so much. I mean, of course, post-World War II and, you know. Sure. And the same guys, I'm not saying it's, um, uh, you know, many people actually say it's a state policy, apartheid state, uh, Israel, mm-hmm. it's a state, you know, it's actually perpetrated by Israel per se. Well, you know, you could have two views about it, but uh, more or less, uh, there is absolutely no doubt that Palestinians have a absolutely legitimate grouse and Israel, you know, making settlements usurping land, their pretext always has been uh, that, you know, they are actually cornered by, you know, the six or seven Arab states who actually have uh, declared war on them yeah. multiple times. Correct. In fact, you know, that was the reason why they had Golan Heights, they had Gaza Strip, you know. So and right at the beginnings when, the, the, yeah. you know, and Jews... And all just... of this, in fact, if you see the creation of Israel, uh, in fact, uh, although it's quite a bombastic book called O Jerusalem by Dominic LaPere and mm-hmm. uh, Harry uh, Collins, I think, Larry Collins, yeah. Um, you guys who wrote Freedom Freedom at Midnight, Midnight. that's right, yeah. So even the vote, you know, in 1948 for uh, Israel was actually uh, uh, manipulated by America. So if Israel had not the backing of America, there was no way it could have actually... But they wanted something. Atul, um, you know... But at the same time, sorry, Hmm, can I just add that this thing about Palestinian cause and Palestinian grouse, they have taken it to such an extreme that they have mixed it with... I mean, mix legitimate grouse with terrorism, violence, religion. It's complete hodgepodge now. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, like I said, now there are no nice guys. Yeah, or bad guys, I mean, but now Hamas and you know all these guys have come in, so it's sure. not. Uh, but but they've um, actually provided legitimacy to Israel in in more senses than one to actually uh, uh, you know go ahead with what they're doing. Hmm. So, Atul, what what has changed that now India can unembarrassed be a friend to Israel and. Uh, I mean, if you could just shed some light on it, if in, if you do have, in fact, read enough about this, I haven't. But uh, many people say that Israel has actually stood by India several times and the rest of the world has not. Um, and it's about time we kind of acknowledge that. Two things have changed. One thing is that the terrorism at one time, the Palestinian government or Kashmir government, has become a global phenomenon. तो उसकी वजह से एक तो यह है कि टेररिज्म ने सबको एक प्लेटफॉर्म पे ला दिया है तो इसकी वजह से मोदी जो कि एक अब एक एग्रेसिव राइट विंग गवर्नमेंट है यहां पे तो उसके सामने इस तरह के मतलब नेचुरल एलाई जैसी सिचुएशन है 2009 में मैं एक जगह देख रहा था जब इलेक्शन का वो टाइम चल रहा था तो उस समय एक आर्टिकल था किसी ने लिखा दिमाग में मेरे नाम नहीं आ रहा है उस समय भी ये सारी चीजें थी कि जो भी प्राइम मिनिस्टर बनेगा उसका सबसे पहला जो टूर होगा अगला वो इजराइल का ही होगा क्योंकि ये चीजें लगातार चल रही थी इजराइल को के टूर को क्योंकि 
शेरोन आके जा चुका था अटल बिहारी वाजपेयी के उसमें कोई टेरर अटैक हुआ था तो बीच में ही वो यात्रा अटल गई थी आने के बाद वापसी हो गई थी एक दिन के बाद ही तो वो तो ड्यू था बहुत दिनों से अब इसके बाद सरकार आई मनमोहन सिंह की और जैसा कि आनंद ने बताया कि सोनिया गांधी ने अवॉइड किया अराफात का वो तो ऐसा नहीं है कि किसी सरकार में इसको लेके कोई कन्फ्यूज़न उस तरह का रहा हो स्ट्रेटजिक लेवल पे मीटिंग चलती रही और दूसरा ये है कि इस समय मेरी बात हो रही थी एम्बेसडर कार्डजू से कुछ टाइम तक के लिए वो जरूसलम में रह चुके हैं तो उनका ये कहना था एक जो डर था सरकारों को वो जो हेजिटेशन था यूपीए के लेवल पे वो वही था कि वो जो इंटरनल कंसिडरेशन थे यहाँ के मुस्लिम नाराज होंगे या उस तरह की चीजें वो इस सरकार ने ऑलमोस्ट बहुत सारे फ्रंट पे उस उसको दरकिनार किया है तो वो मोदी के लेवल पे ये वो ये रिस्क ले सकते थे ले सकते हैं पॉलिटिकल कैपिटल टू टेक दैट रिस्क नो पॉलिटिकल कैपिटल और दूसरा एक चीज ये है जो कि नेशनल इंटरेस्ट के लेवल पे बात आती है वो बताता है कि जो फॉरन मैटर हैं या इस तरह के इशूज हैं उनमें इंटरनल कंसिडरेशन को थोड़ा सा कम रखना चाहिए क्योंकि फिर नेशनल इंटरेस्ट जो होता है वो एकदम दूसरे लेवल पे प्ले होती है डिप्लोमेसी अलग अलग देशों से अलग अलग कांग्रेस हैजिज्म सेम पॉट बट दे हैव थ्राइव ऑन माइनॉरिटी अपीजमेंट लाइक द शाबानो के डिस्टिंग्विश फॉरन पॉलिसी फ्रॉम डोमेस्टिक बिकॉज दैट डोमेस्टिक पॉलिसी I mean that domestic power is because of a certain stand. Like it's like, you know, Trump cannot tone down his loony rhetoric against China or Mexico because that's his base. So he, you know, even now if you see, see there are a lot of uh, uh, nations where uh, democracy is not there. China mm. for one. Mm. So you have many in the media who want good relations with China. Hmm. right but when it comes to israel i mean i saw a couple of articles in the wire saying that this is a perfidy of uh, you know what the hell has happened and this is a disaster this indo israel partnership and all that stuff so uh, you know they lose their balance when it and i think that that's to do with this mental psychology that international issues should impact on the domestic consideration and this is somehow ingrained that you know 170 180 million people who are actually indian who got nothing to do with, with you know what cause, yeah. correct to be invested uh, vardhan was saying something but before i come in i think that's also got to do with a lot of us 70s and 80s kids uh, you know i used to watch television nam that nam movement yaad hai ab hammer and har har raat news mein yeah. there used to be the palestinians being hammered by the israelis i mean the, the you can see if in your growing years that's the propaganda you have so till i was i think well into my 30s when i read a little more and i realized there's no nice guys there's a little problem both ways for me the hero and the villain was very clear purely because of all that i had consumed on doordarshan so i think that's got to do with a lot of those 70s 80s kids are now writing vardhan you were saying yes the uh, two things uh, uh, first the israeli support in 1962 war 
that is not uh, much point. acknowledged, but it was important. Now, the Indochina were they back yeah, in India? Yeah, yeah. Okay. When now, Arabs didn't. Now, in 1999, during Kargil conflict, uh, Israel has expertise in something that India lacked, and that was uh, the cross-border uh, tackling of terrorism and the infiltration. And in that 1999, uh, Indian strategic community acknowledged the Israeli expertise in it. And uh, that uh, paved the way for greater technological and military cooperation and paved the way for Ariel Sharon's visit in, I think, 2002. Uh, to, yes. Mm. So uh, that is one thing. Second thing is Israel is in the popular psyche of people who follow international news. Israel is a metaphor. It's a metaphor for, for an entity which has been, as Anand pointed out, cornered. Uh, by, in, like in Bihar, there is a caste group which, wants, uh, which uh, uh, likes to identify itself with Israel mm. because it, it thinks that all other upper caste groups, it's, uh, it is also... Really? Uh, yeah. What's what it called? is this caste group? Bumiyar, Bumiyars. Bumiyars, yes. Bumiyars it, 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 believe uh, that... They are other? Israel because other... Because oh, other okay, okay, other upper caste groups somehow encircle them to oh, deprive them of power or something. Plus, so a lot of myth and legend has built in. You know, the Six so, Day War, where they would say that in garages, uh, you know, garages they would assemble tanks overnight, and you know, there's lots of books like Exodus myths. and all which yeah. I read have been. Huh. Well, so, then you want to complete uh, so your thought? That's that also uh, plays because uh, the uh, Israel visit was uh, an act of public diplomacy, and Modi announced it in a public rally in Surat that he is going to visit Israel mm. and to um, his thunderous applause. Maybe it's, it's a kind of city which has a diamond cr uh, cutting trade with Israel. So that was the economic ang angle. Mm. But uh, Israel has, means people who have diplomatic thinking or a sense of world news. They, it's also, uh, it's more than a country. It means... Manisha, uh, if you've consumed some of the coverage of the, uh, you know, the Prime Minister's trip there, I know a lot of it has been what he was wearing, how good his hug was, what he ate, how he looked, the twinkle in his eye. Uh, it was very fawning. Have you seen any uh, commentary which does, uh, just like our panel on Hafta is doing, no. the pros and cons of why Israel matters or no. doesn't? Or is it only fawning? Or in the left, you know, case, just trashing. No, so I think on um, on TV, of course, it's all fawning, and it's again like unko hug kia or aisa kuch kaha pehli baar, pehle kisi ne nahi bola. You know, when he welcomed me, he said, "Swagat hai mere dost." That every television channel has picked it up, and they've and it also shows, you know, it shows a strange kind of inferiority complex in Indian television media. It's a, it's it's a great thing, like he said, like Anand said, Anand Vardhan said, that it's an act of public diplomacy and it should be applauded. And it is very important considering everything that's happened with China and because we need to deal with Pakistan, so we need Israel as an ally. So it's great. But the way television media portrays it's like, Abu Netanyahu ne bol diya ki Modi world leader hai. Unko aise bolna pada. Netanyahu four-time PMM hai. Ye sirf three years se PMM hai, lekin unko bolna. Like, you know, it's like you want legitimacy. Hmm. Ki Israel has said we are good, so now we are good. So all television coverage, in fact, I was watching quite a bit of it, the Hindi channels, Aaj Tak, Z. It's all fawning, it's all look, 
So uh, there's no cost benefit analysis. No, there's no proper not that I saw, and but the pieces have been good. There've been some very good pieces in first pose. But you know, here is where again, sorry to interrupt Manisha that uh, Arnab got the world exclusive. Hmm. Hmm, Kal Netanyahu ka. So uh, I mean setting it apart that you know how he managed to do that that's another story which of course you know with government support he's going to manage increasingly mm. a lot of these exclusive yeah, world exclusive he'll get them but uh, you see here and talking of phoning there were at least five or six questions tough questions that came into my mind when I was watching that interview that he should have asked Netanyahu you know about the settlements about few other things about our relations with Iran mm. right iran actually has been quite supportive of us yeah. right. because of you know the shia sunni thing sure. and traditionally historically yeah. Yeah. historically yeah. and uh, netanyahu more than once tried to portray that look we are go- first we go after isis and then we go after iran iran yeah. okay so uh, this uh, even the interview i found was yeah. funny it's and very interesting i didn't think of the iran angle it's but true yeah. that it, it's but complicated and today iran has actually khomeini has said that we are pretty irked by the the port the pro- slowness of you know the the port that they're making so iran is hitting back Chabha. diplomatically yeah so uh, i think um, when you get an interview as a favor hmm. it will always be a favorable interview mm, yeah. you can't really or you don't take an interview yeah. and news learning knows that better than most because <laughs> we have lost बट एक बात मैं और एक बात मैं और कहूंगा जैसे आप अंग्रेज अपना लगान कहते हैं जहां जहां हिस्टोरिकली प्रॉब्लम है वहां ये सॉरी टू यूज द गाली साले अंग्रेज जरूर घुसे होल पैलेस्टीनियन थिंग दिस होल इशू वॉज एक्चुअली पर्पट्रेटेड बाय द ब्रिट्स इन फैक्ट इफ यू नो द अमेरिकन हैव बिन सपोर्टिंग यू नो इजराइल सिंस आफ्टर द वर्ल्ड वॉर एंडेड and uh, i don't know where prime minister modi stayed was it hotel david or i can't i mean the, there's a historical uh, yeah, yeah? yeah that was bombed by ergun ergun was a terrorist organization by you know israeli jews mm. and the guy who bombed it benin got the nobel prize for what peace yeah no <laughs> way yes <laughs> this is a historical fact so angrez bhi pehle ghus gaye unhone sab garbad kar di ab ye ab jaise aap china ki baat abhi hum karenge ye sara angrezon ne kiya hai wo apne wo bollywood hero mcmohan ko laake line draw karwa di you know wherever you go the brits are there okay jaise abhinandan bar bar kehte hain ki hafta apna lagan bahut lagan liya usi tarah se hamare ye benjamin netanyahu hai wo unka ek jumla hai wo har jagah bolte chukte nahi hai kahin this marriage is made in heaven ha he said that for several people he said it for microsoft ceo obama to microsoft to china to india to modi sab se in kenya also so maybe he should not he use the polygam, marriage actually. analogy when modi is involved but he also said something he said i went to an indian restaurant and uh, had food with, the, with my date and we the we produced two kids so uh, i don't know whether it was some food kuch matlab maybe maybe the chef was mastram mastram masti mein aag lagi then he said yeah this what he said चलिए माय फर्स्ट डेट इन इंडियन रेस्टोरेंट प्रोड्यूस टू किड्स एंड नाउ द सेकंड वन इज विद मोदी जी अर्नब को बोला आई डोंट नो व्हाट्स गोइंग सो एनीवे ऑन दिस इंटरेस्टिंग जुमलास अ क्विक अनाउंसमेंट फर्स्ट ऑल हफ्ता इज रिकॉर्डेड बाय अनिल एंड प्रोड्यूस्ड बाय कार्तिक थैंक यू सो मच यंग अनिल एंड कार्तिक सो द बिग अनाउंसमेंट प्रॉमिस्ड आई इज ऑन द 21st एंड 22nd ऑफ जुलाई दैट इज फ्राइडे एंड सैटरडे न्यूज़ लॉन्ड इन कोलैबोरेशन विद टीम वर्क आर्ट्स इज ऑर्गेनाइजिंग वन ऑफ इट्स काइंड न्यूज़ फोरम कॉल्ड द मीडिया Rumble, rumble in the jungle. So the media rumble will be held at Bikaner House, that's uh, you know near India Gate in New Delhi. 
uh, some of the finest media professionals from across the world will be participating, including the Pulitzer awardee Michael Zenders. For those of you who have seen the film Spotlight, the character played by Mark Ruffalo, who actually did most of the investigation in uncovering the church hushing up boys' abuse scam. Uh, he will be. Uh, I will be interviewing him. I am fortunate enough to stuff myself Fantastic. in there. <laughs> we'll have, uh, you know, Jagannathan will be there. Jaggi. Uh, we'll have Vinod Dua. We'll have Anubha Bhosle. We'll have Rahul Pandita. We'll have Rajiv Chandrasekhar, who's funded the Republic. So there'll be sessions on the economics and the investment of news, the technology behind news, and this is done in partnership with Facebook. So do attend. Um, and we'll also have a panel on. Uh, you know, humorists and satirists and how they take on politics and news. We'll have Veer Das, Radhika Vaz, Anuva Pal and Ashi Shaikya of uh, All India Bakchod. So I won't give you any more details. Go check out themediarumble.com for details of the schedule and speakers. It's a ticketed event, but, but, as we had a commitment, the event is free for all our subscribers. So, DS News Laundry subscribers, you need you need to go to the Media Rumble website and RSVP as a News Laundry subscriber. So, you click on RSVP and you'll have a box as an NL subscriber. We'll handle the rest. And Mufat Khoro, subscribe karo ya phir ticket kharid lo. You'll get to hear 50 um, media professionals from across the board who will have a lot to share. So, do be there. Now, can I quickly read out a mail and then move on? Yes. The first letter is from someone who wants to remain anonymous. His name starts with A, so I'll just call him A. A says, Dear News Laundry team, I request you not to reveal my identity. I'm a long-time subscriber of News Laundry and this is probably my first letter this year. I will try to keep it concise since Abhinandan doesn't read lengthy letters. This will probably feel like a rant. I apologize in advance. Manisha and Abhinandan, brace yourselves. Bracing. <laughs> Last week's Hafta was amazing. Loved Ranka Uncle's factual rebuttals to what can only be described as virtue signaling by all other panels. Panelists, for those who don't know, virtue signaling is defined as the actions or practice of publicly expressing opinions or sentiments intended to demonstrate one's good character or the moral correctness of one's position <gasps> on a particular issue. He goes on to explain, but thank you, A. I, I know what virtue signaling is. Manisha, I hope you do too. No, I didn't. Oh, never mind. Now <laughs> you know. Actually, let me you know, interrupt needed... for five seconds. This this phrase, hmm. I have heard almost ten times every day for the last month or two months. It's become very popular It's become very Twitter. popular. Yeah. Well, obviously, Ace yeah, spends a lot of time in Twitter. Yeah. Signal that you're virtuous. What you guys were trying to imply was people who made factual and objective decisions are somehow bad human beings or at least not as em- empathetic as you are. What a load of crap. We all feel sad about what happened to Junaid. No need to virtue signal us about it again and again in the course of a debate. It is fallacious. I think it was Abhinandan who said data doesn't matter. I mean, what the fuck? Data is the only thing that matters. Data and statistics tell you the truth. Emotions don't. Emotions bring fallacies into an argument. Policies and decisions should be made after carefully analyzing data. Argumentum ad passions or appeal to emotion is a logical fallacy. I would advise Abhinandan and Manisha to go through the list of logical fallacies at the end of this mail and avoid making them in the future. A, we have actually... Abhinandan, big, actually, you have a board with... I all have the a big logic, poster yeah. with logical fallacies that are made during a debate that is up in our office. But thank you anyway for your link. A, just one little thing I want to tell you. Um, I'm assuming by your mail you're either teen or in your early 20s. Because as you read more, when you say data and statistics is all that matters, it is one of the most ridiculous positions you can take. And I'll tell you why. You must read this piece. I think um, it's actually a book, but you can hear a podcast about it. It's called A Survivor's Guide to Tyranny. It's on, you know, open source. Where he's actually demonstrated, you know, how certain tyrants carry out one outrageous and high profile. Um, It could be a lynching. It could be an injustice against a particular community. Followed by 
spokespersons of that position endorsing that after that there is no more violence that happens so if you study the data under that tyrant's rule the amount of atro- atrocities against that minority have gone down but why they have gone down is because you have sent out a signal this will happen and this is how we will react to it so if you only study data that person is way more justice loving than the rest but why the instances have gone down is because a signal has been sent out so if you actually read history and not just balance sheets you will educate yourself a lot more son but i will continue regarding abhinandan's arguments about the statements made by party spokespersons well if statistically the violence doesn't increase irrespective of what the spokesperson said it means that what they said didn't matter it is preposterous to believe that people who murdered junaid did it because of sambit patra said something on tv okay in which case nothing matters about anything abhinandan you keep saying people can represent data any way they like if you sincerely believe that then please post your detailed rebuttal to anand's research saying something which certainly doesn't make it right you have to back it up with an explanation since you accuse anand of misrepresenting data why don't you go ahead and represent properly Okay, Anand, I didn't accuse of misrepresenting it. I just said data is irrelevant in this case. Actually, someone who I'm not very fond of, but has written a piece, Ru- and I disagree with her, is Rupa's ah. in the ORF. She has used data and come to the opposite conclusion as Anand's. And in case of the uh, quantitative easing in the US, you'll have economists on both sides using the same data to come to different conclusions. So I don't have to do it. It's been done forever throughout history. Again, if you read a little more, you'll see it's been done forever. Actually, I was going through India Spends data also, and that also I realized like it was clubbing a lot of things together under cow terrorism. Like they no, have. No, but a my whole, point was which even I, I don't agree with. I would see this in like the prism of data. That that's what I it's meant. Noise. I would. It's I would data. see it. Yeah. I, I would mean, see to it in the prism of data. Would be a misnomer. It's yeah. Noise. So yeah, that's right. I think you made that point that day also that it's noise. It's not data. Abhinandan was very disappointed in Modi's speech. Seriously, what do you expect him to say? Jo beef curry enjoy karna chahe parathe aur pulao ke saath kare. Please have realistic expectations. Expectations. No, a I won't have realistic expectations. I'll expect world peace in my lifetime. You can have realistic expectations and balance your balance sheet. I assume you're a chartered accountant. Sorry for being rude, but I just find um, you know if you can't take it in the jaw, don't get in the ring. So if you want to frame your mail like this, be ready for my responses appropriately. Coming to Manisha, who was shaken to the core by Junaid's murder, probably because it was a hate crime against a teenager. I agree, it was a hate crime, and the punishment should be strictest. but i fail to understand why does the same sympathy not extend to the atheist farooq who was lynched for merely being an atheist atheists are one of the most prosecuted people in the world and voices are only raised in our schools uh, sorry in our support in india if perpetrators of the crimes are hindus somehow criticizing muslims is considered anti secular i still remember the agitated response from manisha when anand asked her about the lynching done by muslims no i don't trust your data she says i wonder if this lack of trust was rational No, I, I explained. I don't trust. I don't even trust India Spends data. I don't trust any of the data that has come out to say anything because it's not been collated hmm. methodically. I think. And just it's so I'm not clear, separated. Just so I'm clear, my position on this maybe errant here last time. Data is irrelevant because you have to see it in my as I see it in a conjunction or as you know it, it, with what is being said by party spokespersons. Is it considered taboo for journalists to call out violent elements in the Islamic community? I urge you to seriously stop having different standards for judging Hindus and Muslims. Hindus should be fine if religious if someone says sexy rada hai, but we should respect the religious sentiments of the Muslims. Being an atheist, I personally have no problem with people criticizing, mocking, or appropriating fictional beings and ideas. However, I do have problems with selective outrage and hypocrisy. Also, what did you guys say about the protest not being anti-Modi? Of course, it was. We all saw anti-Modi and stop Hindu terrorism posters, unless that was fake news. Stop lying, Manisha. Your meeting with one Modi supporter in the crowd of hundred doesn't mean it was anti-Modi. I never said it's anti-Modi. All I said that there weren't. No, he's just saying that it was anti-Modi. 
you were lying when you said it's not but that's what i'm saying that i didn't that that one interview was to tell anand that there were all sorts of people who even supported modi madhu ma'am i have utmost respect for you and your views however i have observed that you have recently started to shout at fellow panelists to shut them up <laughs> please don't act like anu malik anu malik ni anu kapoor anu malik is jikali kali aankhe tere tere dekh barish ho rahi hai it's raining it's raining my god that is an incredible impression yeah. beta anu ji jaisa hai anu ji मतलब जो अन्नू मलिक की कॉपी कर ले इस चीज के ऊपर नहीं बोलने का सर इट डजेंट लुक गोल्ड आर्ग्यूमेंट्स आर जनरली परसुसिव एनफ यू डोंट नीड टू शाउट अदर्स डाउन आई एम रेफरिंग टू आर्ग्यूमेंट ऑफ द मनीषा फ्यू वीक्स बैक बाय द वे यू आर वन ऑफ माय फेवरेट्स ऑन द पैनल फाइनली रंग अंकल लव योर वर्क योर डिस्कशन विद अदर पैनलिस्ट लास्ट वीक रिमाइंड मी ऑफ क्रिस्टोफर हिचंस डिबेट विद फॉर क्रिश्चियंस इन द एंड people Thank thought you. they needed more christians to have a balanced debate suggestion please give us an option to donate less than 10000 for nlc in our projects thank you for reading my email and apologies for being rude list of logical fallacies thank you for the link but i have that post already thanks and regards a sincere subscriber a who doesn't want to be named so thank you so much a um for that no problem um i never grudge anyone being rude cuz mai khud shishe ke magan mein rehta hu dost to dusre pe kya ungli uthaunga just one thing i want to say friend uh you really should read a little more history because your assumption here is you can look at data and form policies there's a reason they are called judgment calls and not theorems if data alone could come up with policies and justice you would not need judgment calls then you would need theorems to run states we don't need theorems and we don't have theorems to run states they are all the time judgment calls and judgment calls are based juxtaposing measurable and quantifiable items with those that can't be quantified thus judgment calls and not theorems anyone has anything to add anand yeah, no, anand that's a very fair point yeah. that uh, you know uh, data is not the only thing and uh, if you notice i've I'm, i'm the first one to say data is not the only mm. thing because uh, data has to be mixed with as i've mentioned time and again sorry to use this you know phrase again social darwinism which is mm. a scientific axiom so and that does not you know that does not correlate with data that actually correlates with emotion right i mean you know the em- feeling of empathy, empathy these are all important attributes these are evolutionary endowments but to say that it is it has to be only judgmental call which even you are not saying right? even you just said it, it has to be a mix of both Correct. but it cannot be only judgmental call because then disasters happen sure. because you, then it's actually a dictatorial regime that you know a, a king goes out in the morning and says oh look uh, you know i i don't care about the facts and figures i think this is Correct. a thing i agree with you whereas on the other hand you can look at data and you can be uh, you can have a policy that can be uh, disastrous in terms of you know showing empathy towards poor you know for example i have believed that when people say oh look you're a, uh, you know you always believe and you also propagate this this capitalism survival of the fittest and darwinian evolution and all that how do you equate with the fact that you know you want uh, uh, government funding for health and education well i do that because at the moment if you see the really rich countries i mean you have all the universities in america they're actually privately pay i mean they don't care about government donations sure. right and if we have that situation right now it will be a disaster hmm. so you have to provide crutches for a poor there. country till you get there absolutely and once you get there and this is this was the whole thing of dr ambedkar as and well different about things work in different know? times of in the you know evolution yeah. of a of a nation so uh, anyway um, mix of both sorry so can we move on to the rest next atul i would just like to come to the chinese aggression bit if you could just tell our 
listeners, uh, today, in fact, uh, was it today or yesterday that China has released an extremely um, aggressive statement through their state, I think the Communist Party's mouthpiece newspaper, that oh, either leave uh, the Sikkim area with dignity or be pushed out or something of the sort. Um, are they reacting to the visit to Israel? Um, how serious is it? Do you think the Chinese can be um, adventurous enough to actually make good their threat and, you know, push our soldiers out of there? Or has this nothing to do with with uh, Israel visit? And after that, Viradhan, please shed some light. Uh, basically, I think that in the past 30-35 years, when we have been talking about this language, we have never talked about this तो जाहिर सी बात है कि इसके पीछे कुछ और भी चीज़ें हैं जो कि इसमें रोल प्ले कर रही हैं हाल फिलहाल में दो तीन चीज़ें हुई एक तो ओ को लेके इंडिया का जो स्टैंड रहा है पूरी तरह से इंडिया ने इसको बाइकआउट किया था दैट इज द रोड वन वन बॉर्डर वन रोड स्कीम प्रोजेक्ट ऑफ चाइना जिसमें एक से ज़्यादा देशों ने करीब हिस्सा लिया तो एक तो वो है जिसकी वजह से चाइना को का एक ग्रज हो सकता है और इसके अलावा छोटी छोटी तमाम चीज मतलब इस तरह के बॉर्डर पे जो चलते रहते हैं चाइना तो एक लेवल पे जाके दोनों देश फिर अपने अपनी पोजीशन पे वापस आते रहे लेकिन इस बार ऐसा पहली बार हो रहा है कैलाश मानसरोवर यात्रा रुक गई है इस चक्कर में और वो जो पर्टिकुलर पॉइंट है वहाँ पे की जो सिचुएशन है वो भी बहुत इंटरेस्टिंग है वो एक ऐसा ट्रायंगल है जहाँ पे भूटान का भी बॉर्डर है इंडिया का भी है और चाइना का भी है तो जिससे एक एक इंडिया के पास कहने को एक ये है कि इसकी इस पर्टिकुलर इलाके की सिक्योरिटी का जिम्मा हमारा है और चाइना उस चीज़ को एक्सेप्ट नहीं कर रहा है बट यू थिंक कॉज फॉर कंसर्न दैट दे विल एक्चुअली बिकम अग्रेसर्स मुझे लगता है कि एक एक सर्टेन लिमिट पे जाके दोनों देशों के पास के पास पीछे हटने के अलावा कोई चारा नहीं है वर्धन डज इट हैव टू टू विद इज़राइल और इज इट दे आर रिएक्टिंग टू अस बीइंग अ स्टिक इन द मार्ड इन देयर एम्बिशियस रोड प्रोजेक्ट एंड सॉरी बिफोर यू टू से दैट कैन यू टेल अस हु वॉज दग्रेसर इन सिक्सटी टू सिक्सटी टू वॉज दग्रेसर चाइना वॉज सो इट वॉज लाइक वी क्रॉस द लाइन एज सम हिस्टोरियंस Will have us believe. I mean, that would be a grey area, but uh, going by the official Indian accounts, I can say that. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, th- that is um, often the Chinese posturing in the area could be another instance of slicing of uh, salami, as they call in the Chinese strategic jargon. So. Um, it's a tri junction uh, as he was pointing out between india uh, bhutan and uh, china and it's the first time that india has uh, gone into a foreign territory to f- uh, fend for it in those areas you don't carry weapons hmm. you you uh, even the uh, standoff is of chest thumping means uh, it's uh, you don't carry weapons for the threat that it may escalate right so if you have a gun you may yeah. end up using it ha uh, escalate you don't carry weapons you don't even uh, kick uh, you don't f- uh, uh, use hands just just thump hmm. so chinese encirclement has been uh, one of uh, its strategic devices in asia for quite some time but it it was till now 
concentrated in East China, uh, sorry, East Asia. Mm. Now it has uh, grown, uh, grown more aggressive in uh, seizing the strategic space in South Asia. And uh, it's uh, uh, South China Sea policy or whatever territories that it uh, thinks that it has legitimate claim over, it is going um, for it aggressively. So, and their newfound confidence yeah. is because it's the second largest economy in the world, because it's, no one can fuck with it anymore, because yes. they hold over a trillion in US bonds, yeah. a trillion dollars, <laughs> or all of those. How? That, that, that is also one of the things. But uh, I think uh, it has a self-life. It will take a week to... Uh, Tone down. Tone down. It's, uh, but but uh, you don't think like it will go beyond... You don't think this aggression is going to hold? No. Okay. Hmm. One question I'd like to ask, Anand, is wasn't it Bhutanese territory, you know, where the road was? Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what exactly. is the reason for, uh, I mean, if Bhutan was quiet... There is a region and that uh, China claims that Ginjing, what was hmm. Ginjing, so in... Uh, China's point is that uh, our hold is still Ginjing, but India's some large Sikkim, uh, close to Sikkim. And India's also concern is that if uh, China gets, uh, Chinese army gets very uh, close to that area, uh, in event of uh, military confrontation, it can cut out the chicken's neck. That is India's accessibility yeah. to the northeast. But what has so, been Bhutanese point of view in all this? Because that is what interests me. Has been yeah, measuring Bhutan, the happiness Bhutan, of Bhutan also, Bhutan ne bhi apna protest daj kar hai. Bhutan statement aaya against? Against China. Right. Against China. Yeah. Bhutan is okay. almost an associate state. Its military and foreign affairs are run by India. India, yeah. Yes, yeah, so. Anisha? The most interesting thing for me in this standoff has been how television media has just not covered this. You had... You've had some debates, but imagine, so China first said that, remember 1962, don't get, you know, don't act smart. Today, they've said that we may support Sikkim's independence hmm. from India. So there's been constantly these aggressive things, you know, statements that are coming out of the Chinese media. Imagine if Pakistan had said something like this and how crazy no. times now and Republic would go. Also, I think this also makes us... There's no discussion worthwhile on because, Chinese aggression. Because I this doesn't are a bit scared of China. Yeah, it doesn't support the... But 56. No, but it I mean, doesn't support the 56-inch, you know, that we are, be terrified of us, you know, we guys yeah. are the big bullies around. So, this kind of is a slap in the face of the bullies. So, because most of the ch channels that you're talking about who make a big deal of any, you know, foreign, any even some retired colonel or major from across the border says something, they no, make it a Guardian, headline. Guardian they will not say anything because it makes them look weak. Sorry, go ahead, Pardon. Mm, Guardian has reported Bipin Rawat that saying that we are ready for two and a half front war. So, so. If you are ready, then why are you worried about anything? Okay, that's okay, fine. And history shows having wars on two fronts. Hmm. Operation Barbarossa and Operation hmm. Sea Lion. I mean, obviously, in the but world. But one more problem. This China wala jo episode chal raha hai, ye Indian media ke character ko bahut achhe se logon ke samne saaf karta hai ki matlab jo Manisha keh rahi hai ki agar ye Pakistan is tarah ke bhasha ka istemal karta tab inka kya ruk hota? Aur China ke upar ek wahi jo so-called anti-national channel hai, usne ek prime time show kiya hai NDTV ne kal. 
But you know, totally see, out. the thing with China is that, of course, we have a, a complex, you know, we mm. and you can see it. It's like, I mean, the whole, the way uh, our media looks at the whole uh, geopolitical scenario is actually like a schoolyard, playground, mm. okay, mm. like in what Brits call it. And in playground, you have bullies mm. and you have people who bullied. We just feel that, you know, somehow uh, with Pakistan, we uh, everything is so Pakistan-centric. It's mm. actually astonishing. Yeah. Even the uh, Israel uh, thing, I mean the Republic, they actually veered the discussion exactly. for two hours. And if you see in the interview of Netanyahu, Arnab was constantly trying to, you know, goad Netanyahu to actually utter the word Pakistan. Hmm. And even though we know, uh, you know, Israel's feeling to it, he did not once utter. He said, mm. so he said, do you think Pakistan is a terrorist state? Do you think Pakistan? He said, as I've said, any state that harbors ah, terror, any, you know, so. But, but one small point, if I can make, you know, always, in fact, I'm wary of China and I'll tell you why. Any nation historically that doesn't think twice about murdering 60 million of its own people mm. and then worship the guy who did that, mm. you got to be scared of that person. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So that is I, what... So I am scared of China. Uh, because but, you know, there's an interesting uh, piece. I mean, it's a good time to bring it up that I had read in the... Well, not read. Uh, it's a podcast uh, on the Time Magazine podcast where they just read out the articles for you so you don't have to read them. On why no country can ever win a war anymore. It's actually an eight-minute piece so it must be about, you know, uh, over a thousand words. And it tells you that the days when a country could conclusively win a war are gone, whether that's America or anyone. So I'm not sure whether we should be concerned about a war anymore. Uh, Vardhan, you were saying? Yes, yes. Modern wars should be short and inconclusive. So uh, it would not be long if you are not trying for political rehabilitation or something. So, so, in North, what's happening in North Korea, I mean, hmm. that's actually quite scary. That's, yeah. And Chinese hand weapons, is so apparent. It, yeah. Hmm. Okay, one more quick email and then we'll move on to the rest. This email um, is from a lady from Indu S. I'm guessing Indu is a lady. Um, so I know a guy called Indu as well. Anyway, Indu says, greetings from News Laundry Janta. Sorry, greetings to the News Laundry Janta. Just finished listening to this week's Hafta with panelists making passionate arguments. Was wondering if any of you have ever changed a strong viewpoint following a Hafta debate. Good question, Indu. Have you ever changed a viewpoint following a Hafta debate? Anyone? Can you I think changed. of it? Not changed, but last week's Hafta did make me think a lot. Like Anand's questions, I really went back to it and thought again about why I felt the way I did. And mm. it made me think a lot. I think I'm of the opinion that after 21, if you, you read quite a lot and, you know, you do that, one hardly changes one's point of view. So, you know, it's like at 20, you loved Shea Guevara. Hmm. Even now you love Shea Guevara. Even now I love <laughs> Shea Guevara. But the point is to appreciate the other person's point of view. And yeah. I think those debates actually, so you might not change your point of view, but you might be more receptive to look, maybe I can, you know. I, okay, I have, I mean, maybe on, not on fundamental issues, but I have changed a point of view on several other issues. I'm Not on a hafta, but when I was recording for the uh, that podcast on Kashmir, I was a, a tremendous uh, anti-pellet uh, gun use person 
And yeah, I, would, I saw your tweet. My God, that was. I would, a, I would tweet out stuff like, "Oh, now why don't you spell it guns in Jantan Mantar? Oh, why don't you spell it guns when crowds in Bangalore wreaking havoc?" But after I spoke with Colonel Chadda, uh, and he very calmly explained to me the crowd there and the crowd here and what are the ways. Uh, so I have changed my view on pellet guns, uh, not on the Haftar and others, but I have changed my. Uh, I haven't changed my view, but I have gone from a position of a committed view to being mm. non-committal about. Like yeah. I'm non-committal about the death right. penalty now. So nuance. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I will not. Uh, but I remembered you saying. I think uh, post the gruesome incident in Kashmir, hmm. you saying if ever there is a reason to use pellet guns it should be this I was yeah, kind yeah. of shocked mm. by your uh, not just, I think Kashmir so pellet uh, guns without pellet guns you can't um, in fact even those are not enough in Kashmir because the crowds there are not like a Jantar Mantar crowd but you know on mm, views as sure. Bertrand Russell said I would never die for my beliefs I might be wrong right so you know anyone else have you changed your view because of a conversation with anyone uh Overall thoughts, just like Abhi Anand has told me, is that after 21 or 25 years, when you make a certain kind of thing, it keeps going in your life. But it is true that with many things, with new things, we have confrontation with our confrontation. It may be that I am watching it from very far, and it is something for it, like the pellet gun. ले लिया और फिर जब बहुत क्लोज एनकाउंटर हुआ बहुत उस पे ध्यान से देखा सोचा तो उस तरह से बदल जाती हैं चीजें तो ओवरटाइम हाँ ओवरटाइम हाँ पर ये है कि ये बहुत पर्टिकुलर चीजों के लिए होता है बदलता रहता है ओवरऑल तो आदमी अपने उसमें बहुत फिक्स होता है सब Thank you. <laughs> In fact, I mean, sorry to use the often quoted phrase, somebody else, I'm using it for the first time. I've written a piece on this. <laughs> and the piece is that, when the whole communism, communist bloc collapsed, in 30 years, people have known that Sita Ram Yucheri is now a communist. So, the viewpoint, you know... Vardhan, have you changed your view because of a conversation? No, no, I don't take my views very seriously. <laughs> 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 and and uh, there is nothing so serious about others' views also. <laughs> <laughs> so your listeners will be disappointed because they take a view seriously. Anyway, so Indu, thank you for that question. It made all of us stop and think. So Indu says, listening to your discussions, I was prompted to write what I think about conflating the various mob incidents in India with those happening against minorities, i.e. Muslim and the rest, after beef politics has taken center stage. Do I feel the same level of outrage and shame about a mob crimes that I felt for Aklak and Junaid for the ones against RSS activists in Kerala? In caps, no. And unapologetically, no. Do I support the killing of RSS activists since I think that it is a powerful organization which has been functioning for a century without, with an agenda based on hatred, bigotry, and bull or cow shit? No, I do not support their killing. Do I feel outraged about lynchings in Kashmir, mutilation of Indian soldiers, and the ousting of Kashmiri pundits from their homes? Yes, I do. Is it the same level for that of Junaid? No. Am I expected to step out on the streets to protest against what has happened in Kashmir? If I do choose to protest, for what and whom am I protesting? Is a people's protest in India going to change Pakistan, which wields considerable power through propaganda, Islamization, money and muscle power in the valley? Or is a protest in the rest of India going to win over Kashmiris who view Indian army, India as an enemy? But I do expect my government, my politicians and fellow citizens to hear my voice against communal killings, even if these protests are primarily against mob attacks on Muslims. If there is a popular rising for a just cause, belittling the movement since there was no such upheaval for every other injustice would mean that we will never succeed in bringing about a positive change ever. 
In these times when cow is at its holiest best, I do not have to worry about my name, clothing or food. Being raised in a non-Dalit Hindu household, I can barely imagine what it feels like to be the despised other in a country, in this country. I think this hafta discussion would have been more relevant if you had a Muslim and Dalit panelists. You're subscribed forever, Hindu. I agree, Hindu. Uh, we are not an adequately representative newsroom and we are working towards that. Hopefully, we will be soon. But thank you for your email, uh, Hindu. Uh, anyone has anything to say before I move on? Yes, means uh, that mosaic kind of representation always does not work. Mm. Uh, I was, some years back, I was working somewhere and they were forming a trust and they said, Kiek Muslim Raklu, Ek Dalit Rako, Thura Tasan Ajayega. Tasan Ajayega. And uh, their whole point was to hire a Muslim uh, Dalit and what I, but uh, mm, empirically that does not uh, hold out. Second thing is, uh, and that one, uh, when there are contrary opinions, like uh, something that uh, someone else is saying and, and something that someone else is saying, it's not about this representation, about uh, the protest that hmm. he was uh, uh, talking about. So both accounts are anecdotal, as was Junaid's killing. So what do you believe? What, what do you rest your opinion on? You rest your opinion on the set of uh, life experiences you had. Sure. And, uh, and what have been your sum total of observations in life? So uh, I would say that the hate part of it is an afterthought. So it doesn't begin like a hate. It it it, it, it ha- had the nature of a crime that uh, you get into heated arguments with people, and then uh, when you get walked up, you bring other things to fight for. So uh, that is my assessment of it. So okay. I would not say that the genesis of it was a hate. I would say that was an afterthought. So, so then that just is, one quick thing, but yes. then I would like to point out what you said two things you said back to back right now and in my view one contradicts the other and they were completely different things you said that having a representative body you know a muslim that does not work and immediately after that you no, said say, i said that it is always not essential all, sure it's not essential i agree but why in the newsroom i think it but, is but yeah in the newsroom i think it is and because the second thing that you said that your entire you know uh, judgment calls you didn't use the word but is a sum of your experiences <laughs> which is why an all man panel making gst will tax sanitary pads an all man panel in the us making a law on abortion will have a certain way no that's not correct no, I'm, just, no I'm just saying that therefore because that also applies to your experiences as a dalit no matter how much bapu tried to put himself as someone like everybody, he could not have Ambedkar's experiences. That is why I think that representation is important. And I think you made that point in the second part, mm. but you made a contrary point in the first. But no, it was ahead. not contradictory mm. because if you observe crime, you observe as an observer. So uh, any observer of crime or uh, the um, kind of confrontations people have in trains, people people who wrote long editorials have long been not traveling in trains. Mm-hmm. So uh, or there was a time uh, a piece crowded three, four days ago that yes. said that actually the person traveled in that train. And there was a thing like, you know, bickering and so much Even of... Even our reporter traveled on the train and mm. it's quite like... It's very... Nightmare. And a lot of the passengers said that these are routine 
fights like these happen and especially and like the hindu muslim fights happen around you elections. see in, in in bihar crowded buses people have these kind of fights and after 2 hours the fight was about a window seat or something and after 2 hours people uh, say that ab meri jati ka gaon aa raha hai yahan roko bas aur fir wo bulayenge aur usko peetenge to genesis nahi hai genesis nahi hai uski utpatti us purvagrah se nahi hui ghost was that ha par usme ek cheez hai anand isi isi se juda mamla hai ki agar iski genesis wahan pe bhale na ho लेकिन बहुत संभव है कि अगर वो सेम जाति का होगा तो वो चीज वहीं पे खत्म हो जाती वो आगे बढ़ बढ़ ही इसीलिए रही क्योंकि उसको पता है कि सामने वाला दलित है या मेरा गांव यहाँ पे मैं ज्यादा संख्या में हूँ नहीं नहीं कंपाउंड वो कर सकता है लेकिन वो जेनेसिस नहीं होगा ये मैं कह रहा हूँ I think I it's think a, that, yeah I guess so it can compound mm-hmm. I think both such saying essentially the same thing and I think you know I've been thinking about this uh, a very tangential thing of course Hindu Muslim Hindu Muslim Hindu Muslim you know our media is um rightly or wrongly you know a lot of hindu muslim incidents they come to the fore and they discuss it and uh, uh, i don't know whether the uh, uh, you know outwardly it was uh, you know the people noticed that they were muslim they were wearing a cap or something like that but i dare say if the fellow was wearing a dhoti or a veshti or you know uh, south indian was looking within after the fight within 2 minutes the fellow would have said oh, bloody tambi you know all those galis would have come out, come out sure, okay mm-hmm. so we dismiss the uh uh you know the parochialism um but we kind of also highlight something which is based on religious thing sure okay and Are, why do we hum to aise samay mein reh rahe hain jab parking ke liye hatya ho jati hai to usme kaun sa bias hai bhai so you know usme to as is tarah ki ladaiyan is disha mein chali jati hain but i completely don't agree with this no that is i think now we're going too far it's like saying Murders like a clock happen all the time. There was no, political I significance. No, 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 no. You no, are incident. You are. Yeah, I'm saying Junaid's murder. Yeah, even no. Junaid. I'm Look. saying if you're going this far, then one the same logic can go that far. So I won't say it. This is routine. What I'm saying is. it there's a context that it exists in. yeah and look okay in america this 31 year old indian man was stabbed to death because he refused to give this guy cigarettes hmm. now i can say the genesis was cigarettes this guy really wanted his cigarettes and therefore you know the start happened because but he came back stabbed no, him to that death that is a different no it is not that, that, that is said, a different no it's not at all because he said he, no because with the attack american... the attack he gave you know he said some racial stuff to him i don't think all fights lead to stabbings and death What exactly. leads to the escalation has something to do with the bias. The ambience of a crowded train is a diff, diff, different than, uh, say, a storekeeper selling cigarettes. I don't know. I mean, there are lots of fights so in buses. So they are exactly the same. But the, is, is, uh, the, the ambience is entirely different. The uh, trigger for the crime is entirely different. मुन्ने भारती का जो मामला हुआ था उसी से जुड़ा मामला था तो उसी की उसका डिस्कशन कर रहे थे और हमारे मित्र ने व्हाट्सअप पे मैसेज भेजा वो अपने परिवार के साथ कहीं जा रहे थे ट्रेन में बैठे थे सामने कुछ लोग बैठे थे और ये और उनकी वाइफ मतलब कंजर्वेटिव फैमिली बुरका पहने हुई वाइफ थी उनके साथ जो भी और उनका ये कहना था कि सामने वाले केवल इस बात पे बार बार भन 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 मन में गालियां देते जा रहे हैं देते जा रहे हैं क्योंकि मैं मुसलमान हूं सामने बैठा उनके तो ये जो समय बदला हुआ है इस बदले हुए समय में ये हमने तो कभी नहीं देखा था कि केवल पहनावे उड़ावे या उस तरह की चीजों पर आपको टारगेट किया जाए जो कि जुनैद के साथ हुआ 
तो या तो मेजॉरिटी में होने के नाते या या बड़ा होने के नाते आपको उस चीज से आप मतलब टू प्लस टू फोर वाले फार्मूले से ऊपर उठना पड़ेगा आपको ना नहीं एक मिनट इफ आई कैन जस्ट एड इफ आई हैव अंडरस्टूड आनंद करेक्टली एंड आई आई एल्यूडेड टू दैट फैक्ट that of course it was a abhorrent hate crime what happened and i also mentioned that maybe from the outward appearance he was wearing a cap that they recognized him and then started this what he's trying to say is what i also alluded to is that you know i have actually seen in a crowded bus some time ago if outwardly if you're having a fight with someone the fight maybe because of seat or you know it's so humid hot and whatever you know and if you can outwardly distinguish between yourself or whatever it may be cast or creed or race color any identity the other person hmm. you immediately jump on to that so i have seen you know with uh, sikhs immediately they you know they start on these uh, racist or not racist sorry you know parochial and anti sikh jokes or us pe fir shuru ho jayenge you know hmm. the same thing happens when uh, with indians i have felt racism abroad hmm. okay because you can outwardly easily distinguish the person i have had a lot of jokes and racist slurs hmm. you know thrown at sure. me so anand am i correct is that what you're saying that you know this in a hate crime uh it's not immediately that you jump to the mm-hmm. boss it is a hindu you know the atmosphere is hindu anti muslim anti this thing a fight are, erupts they, and then immediately you jump on to what what can be the that could be a catalyst the, the first straw you know ye, ye har case mein nahi ho sakta there are possibility ki koi bahut dimag mein kisi ke agar ghina bhari ho ya us tarah ka ho to wo keval isi wajah se ladai ladai kar sakta hai jaisa ki main bata raha hu also you get emboldened depending on where you are and what huh. the yeah. environment is for example i would be a lot cockier if i were in sarvodan enclave where our office is and a car called veer gujjar behind <laughs> bumped into mine i may not be as cocky if i were in rotak yeah mm. yes so it context plays yeah. a part in it like when i was in du and the du anand you been in the 90s you'd hang around kamlanagar and morris nagar like in fucking old the place <laughs> but you would not hang around like that if Near you were khalsa suddenly yeah <laughs> so so yeah so i think but at, one point abhinandan on what you made about manals hmm. i'd like to maybe just interject you you know hmm. a small issue when you said that if you have an on all male panel you would uh, ask for a gst tax on sanitary pad you know that depends on the men in the all male so if i was in that thing i would fight tooth and nail for sanitary napkins to be exempt and if the other uh, males were disagree i would resign yeah. so it depends on the yeah, person yeah what i'm saying is but it's there not- are but of course there are exceptional cases who can feel more of an empathy but the whole idea that is the idea behind democracy that the collective conscience comes from our collective experiences so everyone has a default setting and i've said this before my default setting is bad language right i it slips out in front of my niece and nephew and my sister gets pissed off with me all the time that you know these guys come around mamu ne aaj f word bola mamu ne aaj gaadi mein chale chutiya bol diya so now the point is that if you had 10 people like me i know it's a bad thing but i have to really work hard of not saying that there may be other nine whose default setting is a little more sensitive so the assumption of democracy is everybody works according to the default setting and not an internalized empathy and if default settings is what makes us work it will a woman will have a different point of view than mine no matter how much i try to sensitize myself to that view and it's just better to have a woman in the panel than hope for one good man who would be sensitive like precisely so you know, basically <laughs> in in mediocrity you go for default settings in excellence you expect uh, 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 a genderless 
यू नो डिबेट एक्सपेक्ट अ मैन वुड एक्सेलेंस कहीं ढूंढना पड़ेगा मीडियोक्रेटरी डेमोक्रेसी द वेरी स्ट्रक्चर ऑफ डेमोक्रेसी इज द मीन द मीडियन द एवरेज इज वॉट दैट इज द सिस्टम वी हैव चोजन अदरवाइज इट चूज लीक न्यू सिस्टम वेर वी अपॉइंट यू नो सो but thank you indu your letter got us into yeah, tangents of, of all sorts of say, yeah. zones very nice aise chitthiyon mein maza aata hai na okay now um, if i could please ask uh, whoever is uh, you know wants to share their experiences gst hua main lunch pe le gaya tha ab 8% state gst 8% central gst hmm. 16% yeah it's 8 or 9 what's it 9 9 9 9 तो अठारह पहले साढ़े डिपेंड करता है एक्चुअली पहले साढ़े नहीं क्योंकि मैं खाना खाता हूँ ना दारू का फिर वो बीस परसेंट नहीं सकता <laughs> तो खाने और ऑल्सो एरेटेड ड्रिंक्स का चौबीस या कुछ है तो भाई अगर आप सिर्फ खाना खाने निकले हैं तो आपका पॉइंट फाइव परसेंट फायदा हुआ है अब तमिलनाडु में नहीं पर सॉरी डिपेंड करता है कहाँ खा रहे हैं आप इट्स एक्चुअली नॉट अ रिग्रेसिव टैक्स फॉर एग्जाम्पल अगर आप ए रेस्टोरेंट में खा रहे हैं सो यू वुड हैव टू पे मोर नॉन ए सी में यू टू पे लेस देर आर फाइव स्टार में तो मैं खाता नहीं वहां में से जूते खा दो बट एनी सो जीएसटी से तमिलनाडु की फिल्म इंडस्ट्री इतनी चिंतित क्यों है कोई मुझे बताए उनका क्या बहुत ज्यादा टिकट प्राइस ऊपर चला गया है क्या वो बोल रहे हैं कि ये टैक्स भी लगेगा वो टैक्स भी लगेगा किसी को कुछ आइडिया है उनकी सिंगल स्क्रीन टिकट्स बेसिकली बहुत एक्सपेंसिव हो गए आफ्टर दिस एंड सिंगल स्क्रीन रली वॉट केप एंड एक्चुअली लॉर्ड माई फ्रेंड्स एंड तमिलनाडु ऑल्सो टेल मी दट movie viewing has been super cheap there for a very long time and this is going to alter that so it will kill regional cinema is that is is what they're saying i don't think it'll kill regional the cinema, regional cinema. Yeah, single just, screen i have never understood this regional cinema to kabhi 300 and actually 420 million people are below the official poverty line hmm. which is the earning the whole family is earning 5000 rupees a month hmm. okay यहाँ पे आप सिनेमा देखने गए हो और एक रुपए आपको पांच रुपए एक्स्ट्रा दे रहे हैं तो आपने साफ दंगा फसा शुरू कर दिया आई नेवर अंडरस्टूड दिस यू नो कि यू पे यू नो यू बाय अ पिज्जा एंड यू पे यू टिप दैट पर्सन यू नो थर्टी रुपीज और समथिंग वो पंद्रह रुपए के लिए कि भाई बस आपने मेट्रो का फेयर पचास पैसे बढ़ा दिया कि नहीं नहीं आप यू नो सो दिस काइंड ऑफ थिंग आई डोट नो बट I don't know. It could also. It's not हाँ, just ये affected group जो है वो अपने अपने हक की लड़ाई लड़ते हैं। वही यही है कि अब कमल हसन उसको उसको lead कर रहे हैं, रजनीकांत उसको support कर रहे हैं क्योंकि वो affected group उनको लगता है उनका धंधा उससे प्रभावित होगा। उनके कंसिडरेशन भी ये थोड़ा ही ना होगा कि जिन जो पांच लाख या बीस करोड़ लोग हैं पांच so basically what I've understood is GST is good a because it makes it harder to evade taxes or avoid taxes. uh because you know if i am a vendor to x x will basically when x is audited my gst will show up so i can't hire it so you know down the line the domino effect happens is that right is that one of the mm. benefits the second benefit is that it makes things simpler yeah that i haven't understood because i'm still <laughs> trying to see various videos of simple like see I mean, i'm not you know, it makes it more complicated I, but it doesn't change had, anything you know, for me it's funny that. you say that because when you talk about makes it simpler technically it it is one nation one tax mm. all right o n o t or whatever o not mm. uh, <laughs> but actually uh, you know there is demarcations there are grades within the tax now 
a lot of people, especially on the left, were saying that you are one nation, one tax, and AC restaurants are a tax, non AC is a different thing. So, I, I, you know, because I hadn't read much about it, I had that view that you simplify it, but you simplify it. Then, by chance, I heard Arun Jaitley's explanation uh, in Arch Tak or something like that, which was wonderful. He said that, look, uh, should we have one income tax? So, you know, don't we have gradations for income tax? You know, if the rich people are also paying the same mm. uh, as the poor people, then it is uh, an atrocity on the poor people. So if a rich man, a mil- millionaire were to buy a soap, uh, he would be paying the same tax as a poor person buying a soap. So it kind of makes sense how they have, you know, uh, so it's not a regressive it tax at all. It absolutely makes sense to not tax uh, the guy who's eating in a non-easy. So Why should he be paying exactly for yeah, It's yeah. a lot. So, Ardhan, bataye, uh, what are the other benefits? Is the simplicity thing being oversimplified? <laughs> uh-huh. I don't, I uh, mean, uh, I was silent because I don't know much about it. Okay. So, uh, There's uh, no reason to be silent. <laughs> <I'm>, I never <laughs> <laughs> stop me. Never stop me, Papa. <laughs> so, let us see. It will have, t- uh, in our earlier discussion about GST, it, it will definitely, uh, let us say, two years of teething problems then we can uh, have a two months on. you mean two years two years yes. oh really yes means uh, to get the mechanism in place i think uh, it will depend largely on bureaucratic machinery and so but so. if i can be diabolical and bring some politics into it mm. you know which is that uh, kashmir has a different uh, you know uh, stay or say mm. on things than india does mm. And there was a lot of controversy because that was the only state that had not ratified the GST. They have now. No, no. You see, they have now. So what I want to say is because they were petrified that their economy, in fact, would have surely collapsed because mm. uh, import and export you know, sure. would, have, yeah, would have completely collapsed. Yeah. So you see, when you think of economy of any country or a nation or an area and you have a political uh, turbulence self preservation kicks yes. in mm-hmm. you know, i completely in. agree so with all you. these revolutions yeah venezuela kuch bhi le lo aap that is jab pet pe laat lagti hai that is sab line pe that is one of my things which you know when i was younger and more brash my solution to the kashmir problem was give them azadi for a year hmm. let's see how they survive then they will come back but then my lot of people said then who will take it back <laughs> so you can't do that. But also, uh, one political point is that uh, what made uh, BJP confident enough to roll it out? Because um, it, uh, in a way, signals coming of age of BJP because it uh, has confidence to look beyond its uh, traditional vote banks in trading community mm. and uh, because traders are mm. up against... Uh, but it's um, been quite so, a lot of so, writing in Gujarat yeah, also. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so against uh, the expansion of its vote ba- base, it somehow reflects its confidence. growing co- confidence. Yeah, true. That it can. That's that's the. I think that's a good political analysis. Uh, I just had one, you know, observation. Uh, I don't know how right or wrong this is. Uh, although this was also happening when I was paying my service tax and Swachh Bharat tax, and you know, it has to be done online. You know, pehle check sign kar deta tha. So now the counselor online karna passwords. So and I keep forgetting passwords. I make passwords every day and I keep forgetting. So it's a real problem for me. Common problem. I'll try you. something and he'll say nahi kaam kar <laughs> Then I'll call up the bank. Then they'll say aapko bharna padega. Phir ek code aayega. Phir se tab tak se date nikal jaagi penalty lag jaagi. So I'm just thinking if even a clumsy but educated person like me, okay, not educated, maybe literate, has these problems. 
some small trader where bloody internet connection half the time the server of it's, you know this is not working that is if they're supposed to do this on a regular basis they're fucked man so that bit i don't get how are they going to solve that problem i i i'm sure mukesh bhai is there to roll out geo <laughs> but like i don't know how that will work out anyway see hence we uh, hence the need for cas you know ha so pradhan mantri gaye the isliye उनकी सभा में अकेले गए थे और वहीं से जीएसटी चीकी um the head saudi head the king <laughs> he When, was uh, being received by the queen at buckingham palace and the oh. welsh guards they played, played this <laughs> and it went viral it was incredible oh, absolutely incredible that could have been sneaky i don't think yeah, the government here knew what here they have no idea yeah. <laughs> to be fair though if you don't know the context it is a very it's a very grand, nice very good you, you yeah. can 30 saal baad kashmir mein koi center ka resolution pass hua assembly mein accept kiya hai are wah तो वही है कि पेट पे लात पड़ती है पे लात सारे रेवोल्यूशन जो है ना सो लेकिन कुछ रेवोल्यूशन इसलिए होती हैं क्योंकि पेट में कुछ होता ही नहीं रीजन शेयर एंड फिडेल गॉट द काइंड ऑफ रिस्पॉन्स दे डेड वेन डू थर्टी फोर थर्टी एट पीपल लैंडेड ऑन फकिंग बीच मैन एंड दे ओवर थ्रू अ गवर्नमेंट सपोर्टेड बाय द यूएस यू रीड दी एस Anderson, you know that that book. It was, you know, and okay, ideology aside. I know Anand no, no, laughs no, at me no, no, when you knows. read that book. <laughs> and young A who was advising me have realistic expectations. Sunny, read that book. See what an impossible dream is and how it can be achieved, and strip it off its ideology. Maybe you don't agree with them, but if thirty-eight people decide to take on Uncle Sam and an entire army of a country. and succeed it's because their dream was impossible no and you know i must give credit where it's due you know especially after they set up their own government then the death squads of shegowara and castro mm. yeah so very streamlined mm. Mm. <laughs> very sneaky <laughs> so uh, now i'll have one more quick email but before i do that email i just wanted to quickly point out to this one uh, you know it was related to that email on uh, which indu had written that my government i will question my government i'm not going to do a morcha against pakistan government you know uh, times now had this huge you know times now of course has gone over the edge and let's face it oh my god now that arnab has left times now hum bechare ko itna gali de dete the i think he was yeah. i think he was <laughs> the moderating mahatma tha bhai wo honestly ye rahul ji shakkar to aage chala gaya hai ye full pagal hai ye bahut aage chala gaya matlab basically they had why are peacenik silent on terrorists using people as human shields india salutes braves watch news so their thing was ki the people who came out in you know not in my name or saying that why did that major gogo use a human shield now human shields are being used by you know uh, uh, lashkar why are they quiet i'm shocked that these guys need to be explained this 
you know uh, times now any of your reporters who are listening or rss if you are listening i hope you have subscribed and are not doing mufat khori <laughs> but but when i was young i had heard at school this ipkf commander had come and he was you know doing a lecture we used to often get lectures from politicians military and he said what the ltt used to do a lot of they used to use villagers as shields mm. they used to walk they used to bend they go da 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 fire and then they'd get up again and we couldn't fire back because you know on their command they've ducked those guys have fired they've got up again if we were to shoot we'd have to shoot through the civilians so someone got up and said so sir why don't you do the same thing that boy was in his class 7 so that commander said because we are the army and we have legitimacy of force on our side we can't do the same thing rss the boy who asked that guy the question was 12 you're fucking 30 <laughs> Oh, are you a fucking retard? Like, wh- like, fuck's sake, man! How idiotic are these guys? Yeah. I mean, you and they think they're doing the army a favor by saying army and lashkar same same. Anyway, yeah, I, Times Now has been a, I tell you, it's a disaster, a total disaster. And I, I you know, I can't explain this. I don't know why switch. he's not being fired. Why are they? Because <laughs> the things he's gotten away I mean, with. Arnab was a saint huh? when he was in. <laughs> I'm not joking. What a burden, Russell. You know, I mean, unbelievable. Propaganda ke liye dimag chahiye. Like Arnab, he. It, Basically smart, has a brain. Yeah. He's he, smart. You uh, can't he's pin smart. him. I may not dislike exactly. him, but yeah. he's an intelligent guy. Yeah. He's smart. not an ass. Yeah. You know, he's not going to take some random WhatsApp messages. These guys are buffoons, man. Yeah. Navika, Shavika, they're like, I don't know. Anyway, Navika is still fine. The RSS is just RSS is a different league. Okay, uh, so quickly uh, moving on. Uh, Bengal, twenty-four Parganas. Okay, I'm honestly very confused about this for two reasons. I've been very busy with organizing this event that's happening on the twenty-first and twenty-second. So my consumption of news has been very patchy. Yeah. So I have seen Facebook posts saying Mamta has done such a good job in reining in, uh, you know, potential communal riots, and I have seen others saying that, dude, what the fuck is she doing? So uh, can anyone here just tell me exactly and our listeners what has happened and what are the views on it? What are the two sides? Why are some people saying Mamta Baba? Why are some people saying Mamta? You mad? Any volunteers? Because I know very little about this issue. So it started off with a Facebook post. A seventeen-year-old boy, I think, wrote a Facebook post. Uh, criticizing or abusing slash I don't know I don't know the exact contents of the post but saying something about Prophet Muhammad and this led to a crowd rampaging uh, through this area what is the place called Burhania about Burhania four four or five areas yeah. including Tika uh, Bashir uh, Bashir Ghat Sorup Nagar Sorup Nagar three or four yeah and Burhania uh, yeah. vehicles now uh, I don't think Mamta should be proud or we should pat her on the back for this because it's a bloody Facebook post that has led to and you've arrested the guy yeah, arrested. i don't understand why the 17 year old boy has been arrested it's a facebook post he's been and arrested whatever. for making fun of the prophet yeah making Now, this fun is of abusing fucking, i don't know whatever I, I, I whatever it is yeah, i don't understand why he has to be arrested i think it. people are saying that he kind of um, uh, said that Kaaba was uh, uh, Shiv, and, uh, Shivling was there in Kaaba, yeah, so it wasn't. See, this is the oldest yeah. theory. This is the He was oh, not about Prophet Muhammad. It was no. Acha, acha. I heard that he abused. He's like kind of yeah, even lashed out. He's abused. Sorry, but just one question I have, Manisha. Was this a rural area? Yeah, or an urban no, area? Not really. No, it's a kasma town. A semi. Because I'm just wondering that. In the twenty-four Parganas, there are enough Facebook users who will cause yeah, a riot. Yeah, Facebook mm-hmm. is every Facebook, yeah. WhatsApp 20, is twenty-four Pargana is the uh, district with highest density of population in India. 
Okay. Oh, and is it, is it urban, semi-urban? No, I am talking about the district. Sure. It is the most densely populated district okay. in India. <coughs> so basically, this bordering... Like bordering, bordering I'll tell you why I'm asking. Is it possible that this was not a spontaneous outrage of four districts that, you know, the Muslims in a not very prosperous urban area have seen this Facebook post and have all... Jointly done but this, you know, or is it possible that there is a political angle? There could be. But BMC yeah. wounds could pretty so much I'll be involved. In the last one week, ten days, when I've been like, you know, looking at previous instances of mob violence, it is remarkable how many of these mob violence, uh, violent attacks, are based on WhatsApp posts and FB posts. There was an instance where a Muslim mob attacked a Sikh in, uh, uh, I forget, uh, was it um, uh, in, near, in UP, then other areas. So many of these actually start with the WhatsApp posts. इसमें दो तीन और चीजें हैं ये बांग्लादेश से लगा बॉर्डरिंग डिस्ट्रिक्ट है तो जो आनंद बता रहे कि बहुत डेंस डेंसली पॉपुलेटेड डिस्ट्रिक्ट है इसके अलावा बहुत बड़ी पॉपुलेशन जो है वो बांग्लादेशी माइग्रेंट्स की भी है इधर उधर से अच्छा इसमें हुआ क्या है कि जो पहली बार जब ये फेसबुक पोस्ट पे लोगों ने प्रोटेस्ट किया तो वो प्रोटेस्ट दूसरी तरह का था उसका नेचर ये था कि लोग गए थे वहां पे और नारेबाजी कर रहे थे फिर वहां से वो लोग पुलिस थाने गए वहां पे नारेबाजी करे और ये बात खत्म हो गई इसके तीन चार घंटे बाद करीब एक दूसरा फिर मॉब आया है आता है जिसने कि फिर उसके बाद पूरा रैंपेज किया जब वहां पे गाड़ियां तोड़ी गई आग लगाई गई उस लड़के का पर्टिकुलर घर तो में आग लगा दी गई सब कुछ हुआ बहुत मतलब पूरा है हो गया बॉयज हाउस हां उसका घर पूरा फूंक दिया लोगों ने वो क्राउड वांटेड हुआ क्या है कि पिछले 5-7 सालों में जो जमात का इन्फ्लुएंस है वो बांग्लादेश में तो बहुत जबरदस्त है ही है और चूंकि बॉर्डरिंग डिस्ट्रिक्ट है वो और एकदम से सटा जमात इस्लाम तो वो उनका बहुत इन्फ्लुएंस इस पूरे 24 नॉर्थ परगना में भी है और उन लोग हुआ क्या है कि जब से हसीना शेख हसीना ने उनके ऊपर क्रशिंग शुरू किया है ये पूरे एपिसोड में मुक्ति वाहिनी 71 वॉर क्राइम में और इस सब में तो वहां से बहुत सारे जो इन्फ्लुएंस बहुत इन्फ्लुएंस वाले जमाती और वो लोग थे सब भाग-भाग के इस साइड में आए हैं तो उस उनके जो पॉलिटिकल वो हैं वो बहुत सारे टीएमसी से जुड़े लोग हैं वो तो ये कहा जा रहा है कि ये इस ग्रुप ने जाके जो कि बहुत ही रिलीजियस है कट्टर है और पॉलिटिकल संरक्षण भी मिला हुआ है इन लोगों ने फिर पूरा यह वो किया और तीन दिन दो दिन तक पूरा हुआ है कंट हैपन विदाउट सम टैसिट सॉर्ट ऑफ मींस शेख हसीना इन आई थिंक मार्च और अप्रैल विजिट टू इंडिया रेज दिस इशू दैट द वेस्ट बंगाल गवर्नमेंट हैज बीन सॉफ्ट ऑन द टेररिस्ट स्नीकिंग इनटू इंडियन बॉर्डर from Bangladesh hmm. and uh, though we have uh, launched a crackdown but the but your side is airing on this right. time mm. so and Indo-Bangladesh relations has been one of the few success stories of bilateral engagements of India uh, apart from some irritants are still there but uh, and the cross-border terrorism now India it's seen on the because of the West Bengal's appeasement policy of Muslims it means uh, the Indian side it's seen on the airing side means it's the airing side right and so, also just to add the point that Atul made 
it could be as you say that you know that there were it's a case of two mobs with different tendencies but uh historically at least in the past you know 2 3 years there have been numerous instances where non border areas uh, uh you know for example in 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 punjab there was a case in indore there was a case where indian muslims uh, have been irked by facebook posts and you know religious sensibilities you know of course we know about kamlesh tiwari you know about a punjab uh, mla her house was burned down because they, the the rumor was that a few uh, pages from quran have mm-hmm. been torn i think that so, is I, I think you know and i think yes, it's appears in bengal also it's not uh, border specific issue mm-hmm. means uh, 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 in kerala yeah. one photographer's uh, whole yeah, studio I, was burned I, down i, I so also think that in malda in in, 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 in january so 2016 in malda then not yeah malda incident yeah. Yeah. so there there have been uh, such yeah, i think mal- malda also border in district and uh, uh, and uh, nohatta that there, there was uh, which calcutta high court also took uh, cognizance of it and uh, it wrapped the west bengal government of playing appeasement politics well, i Actually, i do think one mm-hmm. should be unself consciously able to say that a disturbingly large number of people of the muslim faith agree with um you know what is written in the sharia or that the there should be a punishment for you know uh, insulting the prophet uh which is problematic i've written a piece on this and for the first time i had got lot of pats on the back from uh, the hindu right and some disturbing letters but they took on reza aslan i took on reza aslan yeah. and manisha and like it because cuz reza manisha cute. has a crush on reza <laughs> albi is accused of sexism because a girl can only like a guy yeah. because he's cute yeah, yeah. i probably had problems with your piece okay it was got nothing to do with yeah but, <laughs> but reza has been sacked now right by cnn yeah ah, reza but, but you know, my point is that there is a disturbing like for example uh, i will you know copy anand's line rangas that i did an interview on this once <laughs> of the secretary of the jamaat e islami mohammad ahmed saab oh i agree wala jo tha who's a who's a very sweet reasonably talking man just like mr batra professor batra but both ha fucking loons of the highest order <laughs> now you know he was his position was and i tried to get it out of him without hammering him on the head he is very sweet he says indian constitution will abide by it but what he said without saying was that if we had our way the sharia would prevail he was very sweet about it what he said was that i said women shouldn't compete ha huh, they should compete but they should wear something up to the ankles <laughs> i was like dude how the fuck will they play hockey like like what should they they'll burkas and play hockey they said they should not act in i mean it was ridic- ridiculous and i <laughs> said why don't you join hands with rss because they have the same view on homosexuals also mm. which is ironic because in you know, rss guys only <laughs> but uh, so uh, <laughs> rss is a boys club man it's a sausage party bro talk about rahul shivshankar again or <laughs> <laughs> i think rss wants to change that no no the sausage the party see angle to yeah. being an so that's why bhai work to kar nahi raha jaise church mein work nahi kar raha to kahin pe nigah hai kahin pe nishana ho raha hai to na boss is that theek kar lo so but uh, my, my point is that uh, this is a problem you know when you mentioned the jamaat um it is by and large considered a moderate organization it is mm-hmm. not like uh, you know the semi shimi but one should unself consciously be able to say that if you scratch the surface they will also want a sharia in place yeah. and that is problematic exactly. and more and more people of that community have to stand up and say fuck off see mm-hmm. i i i been able to tell yeah. you there is there has to be a demarcation there are there are people who believe like what you said okay 
and they believe in the sharia they believe in you know what the quran says everything and uh, you know but uh, what is more worrying is not the people the mullahs who believe this or you know of any religion you can say but we are talking of islam only here hmm. what is worrying is when the moderates the urban the people who have a voice the people who listen to when they start kind of uh, you know cushioning uh, these uh, uh speeches or these uh, uh you know views for example uh, uh you know uh, today i think saba nakwi hmm. who's actually said uh, is it saba nakwi the ex outlook uh, hmm. yeah saba nakwi so she is kind of talked on bengal violence saying that this is an eye for an eye hmm. now i mean i find it you know she's trying to did she really say that yes it's a tweet and i this is an eye for an eye thing now where is the other eye There was the no Facebook other eye. Post yeah, the eye. I mean, are we saying that this is a Facebook post is an eye? Hmm. Okay, and then there was another person called Omar Ahmed, who's a writer, who's you know very forward-looking, progressive that way. Of course, he's from the left, but so he uh, tweeted once. You remember there was a, a Muslim uh, a poet who had this uh, poem that went viral. Ki ha, I'm Muslim, I'm from Ganga, I'm bathing, I'm doing this. You know, ha, I'm. Ha, I remember that. Yes, remember yes, he, yes, that, yes. Yeah. So he kind of objected to that I remember and he that. had those nine had points a... and one of the points was that if you have a problem with my religion then you are the bigot not me. Hmm. Now uh, apostates okay or homosexuals if they have a problem with uh, Islam uh, is it Islam's problem or is it their problem? Yeah, so I mean, you know this simple, questioning yeah, I, is a uh, that is problem. a problem. इसका एक और पहलू है अभिनंदन ये uh, जो ये uh, इसकी पॉलिटिक्स है इसके पीछे ममता बनर्जी की वो जो अपीजमेंट की बात हो रही है ये पॉलिटिक्स बहुत बुरी तरह से फेल हुई है देश में कि आप चीज़ों के बीच में संतुलन बना के नहीं चल पाते जिसका नतीजा आज पूरे देश में है नरेंद्र मोदी इतनी बड़ी छवि इतना बड़ा वो कद जो बना है बना हुआ है हमने नब्बे के बाद से लगातार कम से कम उसके बाद की हिस्ट्री तो हमारे सामने आंखों के सामने रही है मुलायम सिंह यादव ने जितनी बार ये सब किया अनगिनत टाइम पे एग्जैक्टली ममता बनर्जी कॉपी कर रही है ममता नोज एंड शी इज गीड इट इज अ बॉर्डर स्टेट okay the appeasement polit- po- uh, politics works because if you look at the demography of bengal i don't know it's about 40% muslim but or I something but i think up has hmm. the highest uh, no, number up has the highest percentage mein uh, percentage uh, bengal, 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 bengal. and so, in a border so you state, mean so electorally electro- makes she okay. is playing this game ha, so for example agar aap appeasement politics kashmir ki baat kare usme you have 98% you know muslim population what i'm trying to say is that once you cross a threshold okay ढाई करोड़ के करीब आस पास पहुंच जाती है संख्या तो मुलायम सिंह भी वही का कैलकुलेशन वही था और उसके चक्कर मुलायम सिंह ने क्या क्या नहीं किया मतलब हर उस तरह के बयान हर और आज उसके चक्कर में इतना काउंटर पोलराइजेशन है आप देखिए कि लोकसभा से लेके और विधानसभा के बीच में जो हुआ वो अपने आप में इनकी आंख खोलने वाला है पूरा और ममता बनर्जी की पूरी पॉलिटिक्स में वही रिफ्लेक्शन है ठीक है नंबर क्वेश्चन आसाम हैज बीजेपी गवर्नमेंट फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम एंड इट हैजर्टी सिक्सेशन नो बडी थॉट that bjp would ever come to power in assam no one but, all right so the question is do you think bjp can ever come to power in bengal 
बिल्कुल आ सकती है यही तो मैं कहना चाह रहा हूँ एग्जैक्टली यही मैं कहना चाह रहा हूँ जैसे यूपी में और असम में जो हुआ है वो बंगाल में भी हो सकता होगा मैं ये बोला कुछ भी हो सकता है क्योंकि एक बार क्यूबा में चौतीस लोग एक बीच पर लैंड किए थे अड़तीस और उन्होंने वर्ल्ड की सुपर पावर बैक डिक्टेटर को फेंक दिया तो हो कुछ भी सकता है खैर द नेक्स्ट ईमेल इज फ्रॉम वंडरफुल सब्सक्राइबर विवेक अनंत Vivek says hi everyone it's been a while since i've written into since i've written giving my feedback it felt weird last week when abhinandan wasn't there hafta got over so quickly madhu meant business and covered almost everything during the week and you were home free in 90 minutes <laughs> when cut you're saying home free in 90 minutes jaise zabardasti aapko bithaya gaya hai theek hai sorry anyway but i do prefer a compulsive swearing host <laughs> it adds a bit of spice Anyway, I write to make a few points which have been bugging me. One is that the new podcast series that are announced seem to be getting constantly delayed. There seems to be no time frame within which they come out, nor is there any intimation why it's been delayed. I agree with you, Venkat. I'm really sorry about that. We are very understaffed, and I know that's not an adequate reason, but we will try our best so that we can regularly, every two weeks, give you the new podcast series. And it's after the first, I think, four episodes, it's got delayed uh, because one of them is actually sitting on the timeline for the last I don't know how long, but. guilty we'll try to figure this out really sorry but we will get better um and mia kalpa as well yes um, anand has been very busy anand has been busy sorry. well because i don't know they, they were in the middle um, he was in the paper also because their team did something to tb new bacteria vaccine <laughs> uh, something scientific they did <coughs> and uh, he was looking there was a photograph of five people where the other four were smiling into the camera and anand is overacting while looking into the test tube <laughs> yeah those buffoons made me stand out i have said ki bhai pose karo sab dekho ye happened off pe aur sirf main dekhta reh gaya baki sab camera ko dekh rahe hain <laughs> so also he he said i remember abhinandan mentioning one of the haftas that he would come up with a mechanism by telling his subscribers how much money you need per year yes we're going to be doing that uh, we're going to be actually building a new website a lot of you also complaining that you cannot scroll back 15 seconds in the podcast player the new website will have a podcast player we can't just add that feature so quickly it takes a lot more so all these things also venkat that talk about will be there in the new website but for now we also are putting out stories of how much they cost so if you want to pay directly into a story that would be great also um i like this crowdfunding model and the fact it allows you to do that beautiful story on kaveri thanks venkat please tell your friends Yay. to um contribute to the other part 2 of the kaveri story from the tamil nadu when we go down river up river i'm again confused So please do that. Also, um, he's talking about the argument that ensured during Hafta One Twenty Six on Ranga Uncle's data analysis, it did become three against one. Come on, guys! The poor guy was being lambasted on Twitter by random people. <laughs> even I had. Oh yeah, even I have been lambasted. Even so I much. had tweeted to him, pointing out flaws in his analysis. Lay off the shouting, guys! I know it's mm. difficult when the subject is filled with emotion, but remember this: your listeners have their earphones plugged in and are listening to Hafta on speakers. Yeah. Raham karo. Uh, thank you. we stand corrected we will make sure we don't do that again i'm not a scientist but i know a little bit about data analysis so i want to point out a flaw in the kind of data analysis uh, that uh, i think anand has already said that's not data that's noise and i think that was the point he was making um and then he talks about north karnataka where he went to collect data about atrocities against dalits we had to pull strings to even get the official data conversation ensured and the officials let us in on a lot of the processes apparently any case under scst atrocities law is monitored by district headquarters So I think the point Venkat is making there is no reasonably good quality data. In fact, Factly has a piece which we have carried, Manisha, on this that there is no real yeah. good data on this. Yeah. But you know, can I suggest uh, 
a crowd uh, funding thing that we have mm. which is uh, for people to fund a story whereby uh, you know our news laundry journalists mm. would somehow have some setting or connection sorry to use this word in ncrb which is the national crime research bureau that uh, so what happens is uh, what ncrb does ncrb data so for example last year or 2015 there were 72000 communal riots 72 now that is real data hmm. you don't talk, you don't talk of you know 7 8 10 72000 instances happened in one year hmm. okay now that is data so this is from fir's registered they come to uh, be collated by ncrb now stupidly or otherwise whatever the way it's been going ncrb does not have a community wide split Hmm. So there is no way of knowing who instigated these riots, who And is responsible, is the... who is the victim. Hmm. If that was the case, then of course this data is very valuable, and you would know immediately. So as of All now, right? it is of no value yeah. in that aspect. You're so saying. if somehow there is some setting, laga de agar NCRB me ki, bhai, wo jo FIRs aapke pas aa rahe hain. I know, hafta das din lagega. Comb through those FIRs and find out. But Anand, it may that not just be. A, it may not all just be a logistic issue. It may also be a political issue. I think they may not be doing it for. Politically, not but yeah. I mean, I have heard. But um, that is something that journalists should do. I mean, that would be an incredible story. Sure, because that I have never seen that. That would be for the first time you would ascertain, uh, you know, in a year which community perpetrated the okay. violence sure. and who are the victims. Okay. When, also, yeah. Venkat Anand also, also yes. ends with saying, "Please make the subscription process easier. I don't mind paying a high subscription if it is monthly, but I can't afford a one-time payment for a year." Vivek. Um, I think we give the option of three months and six months as well. One month also. But no, I think we've discussed mm-hmm. the one month option. It's three months. But I will definitely look into this. Uh, but really, thank you for your subscription. Thank you for your email. And um, it's a very long mail by Vivek. So thanks, Anand, for that email. It's a very long email. Uh, I urge everybody to read it. Uh, appreciate your subscription, Anand, and hope you will uh, spread the word. So now coming back to something that I want to talk about is um, the bull in the china shop, Kiran Bedi. It's no secret what I think of her. What she's doing in Puducherry today, she said that what she's doing is perfectly legal and it's legitimate, and it is by the letter of the law. That uh, okay, um, you know, basically there have been problems between the ch- you know chief minister and between her, similar to what's happening in Delhi between the LG and uh, Arvind Kejriwal, and there she says. I am upholding the law, and she has, you know, tweeted out that this is what the law says. I am not bound to, you know, act on the advice of the council of ministers or something of the sort. She said, she's right, but actually, even Pranab can say the same thing. If your intent is to be a pain in the ass of the elected government, <laughs> the law gives you enough reason to do that, and that is what the LG in Delhi was doing for the longest time. That is what Kiran Bedi is doing, and. be under no illusion that that is not the intent of the bjp and i think now the puducherry case absolves the aap government because that is what all the lgs are doing they are just making sure that the elected government cannot do what they have to like for example what is the point in sitting on a file that is supposed to give mohalla clinics land or on a file that is supposed to give parking lot to the new buses that have to be ordered the buses can't be ordered because no one to park them because the lg is not giving you land i don't think it is not intentional and i think it is extremely irresponsible to put a person like kiran bedi because it's i refuse to believe that they don't know what she's like i've worked with her i know what she's like <laughs> they knew what they were doing when they put her as lg and i think that intent of destroying every institution 
is there with the BJP, which was there with the Indira Gandhi government. It didn't happen by mistake. That's my rant. Views on the LG elected government standoff, who's right, who's wrong. Should this be clarified? The president analogy is excellent, actually. You're right. Like, if Pranab wants to make life hell for the government, he'll yeah, have he enough, show like, clauses. There are enough clauses. clauses. But there's an understanding that, okay, this is, I'm yeah. not going to, I am going to be the rubber stamp guy. Because it says she shall so, act on the advice. Yeah. Now, whether that means he has to act on the advice or not is... <laughs> I would actually no, say in, the uh, uh, presidential... An, uh, no, sorry. Uh, as an equivalent uh, in such a states like Delhi and Puducherry, the LG is more powerful than, than what uh, president exactly. is in India. Just going to say yes. because uh, president anyhow uh, uh, has to give his assent after 14 days. If even if he says that he doesn't agree with the Council of Ministers proposal, he has to give his yeah. assent after 14 days. So, uh, but LG is more powerful in that. Yes, term he is in, more. Uh, but so. what I'm saying is the way it's worded shall. He can put a roda. For example, the government had to go to court to say, how would you interpret? Does he have to give us, you know, uh, can he sit on the file for that long without giving us whatever, you know, they're asking for? I'm not saying it's convention that he will do it, but if he wants to interpret how it's written in the constitution, he can be a pain in the ass. I'm not saying who will prevail or who will not prevail. It can be done. I think the constitution and all these articles were written by gentlemen and women. <laughs> right and ladies hmm. they probably reflect that age that they were in 50s 60s 40s hmm? see rajagopalachari and a lot of the delhi act you know all those things when you decide when a person of uh, you know the present contemporary political patronage or whatever you may call it and as manisha is saying i mean there are hundreds of rules that people don't even use they don't even know they exist that can be a stumbling block sure you just only have to discover if your intention is, boss, I want to block this, there are ample rules for you to do that. So hmm. uh, one needs to have a thorough you know, uh, look at this. For example, I, I firmly believe that if you have uh, a government that has been elected by the people, uh, you cannot have someone who is uh, overruling uh, you know, the, the elected government. people. Sure. You can have someone who overrules like the president of India, but as Anand rightly pointed out, it's not really you can overrule for a couple of weeks. It's basically a check. Hmm. You know, you can have like, I'm giving like Zail Singh gave to Rajiv Gandhi, other hmm. you know presidents also did. But ultimately, the prime minister wins. Sure. Not in this case. So, yeah. you know, this kind of thing. Um, and that is again... Uh, you see the, the governor, uh, chief minister spat in Bengal, hmm. which actually a lot of papers highlighted more than the riots themselves. Correct. Now, Mamta will win that because it's, you know, the government, uh, the governor doesn't have, you know, that much power as the, the lieutenant governor here. Uh, so, uh, and incidentally, you know, we talk of, uh, you remember, we've, in fact, we've talked of those uh, quote unquote magical, wonderful, uh, phantasmagorical headlines of Telegraph. Hmm. Uh, Ab Hmm. You see the headline, uh, no headlines of... Uh, so they didn't do anything yeah, on the riots? Yeah, Ridiculous. Telegraph so is very gimmicky, by the yeah. way. I find also, them very gimmicky. I think the... What was that? Auntie... Uh, what was Auntie, that? Auntie National. Auntie National. I, I don't know why riots. people love Telegraph front page. I find them so gimmicky. Sorry, bolti bandho. I think me also some of the big media, they follow the same uh, philosophy of... Don't fight a battle on two fronts. Yes. <laughs> Very Pick true. your side and only yeah. go after yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for example, everything that... To Arnab... use Mamata Di's face, Pichona Bash. Huh? <laughs> what does that mean? That's what, she's... Piche... That's what she said. Oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, so I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, everything that Arnab hated about NDTV, he has become, except for the other side. So, 
you know that, unfortunately that's how big media works so um i'm going to wind up if anybody has any other suggestions oh, to talk about hindi uh, issue yes. in karnataka in fact i was about to say these yeah. two things i want to talk about the hindi issue and i want to talk about because this is media related two things i just club them as one trump's tweet on cnn okay <laughs> and al jazeera being asked to shut down so if oh, we can quickly go the second one uh, you yeah. know the, 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 basically saudi has said that dude, right. you got to shut down al jazeera which actually shows you how powerful news is yeah so anand go first on this whole hindi imposition what is your view i have a very uh, one can say exceedingly almost uh, uh, you know uh, kind of uh, encouraging a riot diabolical <laughs> view on this so i'll just keep quiet after saying for 10 seconds i believe uh, like vasudeva vasudeva kutumbakam hmm? mm-hmm. one wo- one world one family i truly believe one world one language yeah. so it is extremely controversial i'll be i can be stoned hmm. quote and quote but that is what i believe i believe that if you uh, you know humans if they choose english for example all this thing about the romanticizing or romanticization of a language it has a point but at the end of the day if you look at human civilization from the uh, advent of the jet engine right when all communities are mixing so rapidly in terms of the evolutionary time scale of humans okay there is no time of a new language being developed i mean in fact that's an interesting question in the last 50 years has any new language been developed apart from c++ and you know the other urban languages maybe that is how it's going to be in the future yeah so you know i don't mind if c++ is the language the whole world uses no, or english or something like that there is emoticons emoticons yeah i think that's a new language no, i mean seriously we've gone back to egypt mein jo sni diwar pe likha we are back to that but i mean the point i'm making is that you know when communities were almost like tribes when mm. you had hundreds and thousands of human communities they were not they didn't even know the other community existed because there was no travel there was no i mean jet engine wasn't there there was no mixing robust mixing then it made sense to have your own language so what you're saying it is this, automatic so hindi imposition is you're against it you for it you no. feel there should be one language this is english is the world I, I, language yeah no. i mean i i feel you choose a language so, and you go for no, but then in this bangalore case you think those those hindi signboards should have been there or no like what's your take on that i i don't mind those signboards to okay. be honest i don't, you, I don't, don't you won't see it as a hindi care. imposition so, yeah, I, I, well i have a nuanced take on this if i may say so myself mm-hmm. man nuance ka bacha nikunik just one question do you speak tamil you do अरे एक फ्रॉड है यानी कि तमिल तेरी याद है इनका बोल ओके बट आनंद आई जस्ट टू करेक्ट यूर रॉन्ग अ न्यू लैंग्वेज हैज बिन इन्वेंटेड इन फैक्ट इट इन्वेंटेड दिस आफ्टरनून वेन डॉक्टर सुभाष चंद्र ट्वीटेड वेन फाइनेंस मिनिस्ट्री क्रस के सी आर यू एस दैट ओनली थ्री पॉइंट फाइव करोड़ टैक्स पेयर्स Hence, justify Inspector Raj is wrong. Remove fifty percent below twenty additional BPL, HW old. So I don't know what the fuck what? that. <laughs> so I have said, if you can decipher this, you should be in Egypt yeah, uncovering. So if there is one language that I am against, it would be this language. <laughs> <laughs> so Sakhar Sabas Chandra's tweet. So anyway, uh, I'll just give you my view. I think there is a significant amount of Hindi speakers. Like for example, and here I'm a. I I dislike the RSS. I'm a non. uh you know uh, hindi supremacist or whatever it is i'm half tamil a anyone who has read history knows that if you try to stuff hindi down the throat of the tamilians and the people you know south of the vindhyas it is you lose and you will lose vote share you will shoot yourself in the foot so i don't know who's advising the rss or the bjp 
so it is politically unwise but so imposing it is also unwise culturally but i think you can have it written just like you can have it in english because there is a significant amount of indian population who does speak hindi so you don't have to make it the official language but having all signboards in english hindi and your local language should be kosher and fine and i don't sure. see why that's a problem but you know it's also written in the constitution to encourage hindi is actually a constitutional obligation so many people forgot that so you know the actually yeah, and bangalore is a it hub yeah. you have so many north indians working there who are going to be taking the metro and also for their uh, convenience i mean it's not really but i want english to be honest uh, i want uh, english, english to hai na uh-huh. no no what i mean to say is if you want to spread a language Uh, it has to be uh, English. English. Do you remember? Sorry, no. मैं तो मैं अकेला यहाँ हिंदी वाला हूँ तो मैं हिंदी के हिसाब से थोड़ा सा बात करता हूँ लेकिन जो अपना formula है ट्राईलिंगल तीन language का मुझे लगता है कि वो formula सबसे सही तरीका है इतने बटे हुए समाज में एक चीज दूसरा है कि हमें ये सोचना पड़ेगा कि कर्नाटका में या बेंगलोर में अगर इस तरह की चीज़ हो रही है कि हिंदी को हटाने की कोशिश की जा रही है सरकार के स्तर पे या सरकार के स्तर पे इम्पोजिशन वो गलत है लेकिन अगर वहाँ से हटाने की कोशिश की जा रही है तो हमें ये देखना पड़ेगा कि उसका सबसे ज़्यादा असर किसके ऊपर होगा क्योंकि सबसे बड़ा जो ये अभी तेज़ी से बढ़ते हुए शहर है चाहे बेंगलोर हो बेंगलोर हो वहाँ पर वर्किंग क्लास जो है मजदूर है दिहाड़ी मजदूर है ये ऑटो वाला टेम्पो वाला ड्राइवर ये ये सबसे ज़्यादा लोग उस लैंग्वेज का इस्तेमाल करते हैं तो इनको सबसे ज्यादा परेशानी होने point. वाली है माइग्रेंट लेबर माइग्रेंट पे जा रहा है वो पूरे नॉर्थ इंडिया से जा रहा है आप उसको केवल अपनी पॉलिटिकल उसमें और आपने और उसको... अच्छा पॉइंट रेस किया है बिकॉज इफ यू गो टू फॉर एग्जांपल साउथ हॉल इन लंदन यू वुड एक्चुअली सी पंजाब सॉरी अभिनंदन जस्ट इंटरप्टेड मी विद आपका जो पॉइंट है you can see in uh, in the western world you can go to cities that have a very for example in in los angeles or you know yeah. you will have mexican uh, uh, you know uh, signboards in mexican language mm. uh, i'm sorry spanish <laughs> mexican language mm. i'm saying sure because And of the population there population. Mm. is significant it's enough natural. for it to mm. make a difference yes. i completely yeah. agree varzan nahi jo matlab sanskriti hai और जो भाषा भाषाई जो संस्कृति है वो जैसे इंटरनेट जैसे कि वो अब पब्लिक प्लेसेस पे उसको लगा लिख दीजिए या व्यवसाय के जैसा कि ये बता रहे थे जो पलायन किए हुए मजदूर हैं वो या फिर जैसे मुगलों के ही समय में मुगलों की भाषा फारसी थी उनकी भाषा उर्दू नहीं थी लेकिन उनकी नौकरशाही की भाषा जो है वो उर्दू थी उर्दू थी जो हिंदुस्तानी हुई तो और आपको जो भारतीय संविधान में हिंदी को जो है राष्ट्रभाषा नहीं राज्य भाषा का दर्जा है तो ये लोग भूल जाते हैं और उस जैसा कि आनंद बता रहे थे उसके प्रोत्साहन उसके प्रावधान है कि उसका प्रोत्साहन किया जाए प्रोत्साहन किया जाए तो डायरेक्टिव प्रिंसिपल लेकिन जो जन संस्कृति है वो किसी भाषा को खींचती है भोजपुरी के लिए भोजपुरी अकादमियों ने उतना नहीं किया जितना कि जिला टॉप लागे लुल किया है तो मतलब कि इस बार ये गाना प्ले होना चाहिए जन संस्कृति जो है वो जैसे मजदूरों की का मांग और ये 
उसको खुद ही पुल करेगा खुद ही एक समय आएगा देर वुड बी कम एन इन्फ्लेक्शन इन्फ्लिक्ट क्रिटिकल मास वुड कम टू अ पॉइंट वेर गवर्नमेंट वुड हैव टू सम हाउ पुट दिस लिंगुअल कंसिड्रेशन ऑन द बैक बर्नर एंड गो विद द पॉपुलर सेंटिमेंट सो पॉपुलर सेंटिमेंट आई रिमेंबर वेन भिंड्रा वाले स्पीक एंड आई टू कम टू डेली यू नो ऑल दीज उस दिन औरंगजेब रोड थी अब वो अब्दुल कलाम विच आई वुड लाइक टू पॉइंट आउट इफ यू नो द मिनिस्ट्री ऑफ रीनेमिंग रोड इज लिसनिंग यू रिमूव औरंगजेब रोड बट लेन इज स्टिल लेब रोज सी गॉड द औरंगजेब लेन इज स्टिल एक्जिस्टिकुलर टू द औरंगजेब रोड सो औरंगजेब रोड ना अब्दुल कलाम इज अपीजमेंट फॉर अपीजमेंट नो बट दक्षिण पंथियों का ये है कि बॉलीवुड हिंदी जो है उससे लोगों को समस्या है क्योंकि लोग एक संस्कृत निष्ठ हिंदी चाहते हैं yeah, मतलब दूरदर्शन दू, 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 लेकिन but, वो भी सही है वो उस, उस, उसको भी पसंद करने वाले वो भी स्पीक भिंड्रा वाले इंग्लिश हिंदी एंड उर्दू आपको याद होगा गुरुमुखी भी होनी चाहिए गुरुमुखी वॉज इंट्रोड्यूस गुरुमुखी गुरुमुखी लिखो राज करेगा खालसा अक्की रहे Means, uh, in, during the anti-Hindi movement in the South in 1960s, so uh, one of uh, those Dravidian leaders, he came up with this argument that uh, if uh, uh, the imposition is of Hindi is uh, um, with the logic that it has maximum number of speakers in India, then crow should be the national bird. <laughs> so. <laughs> maybe it should i don't know <coughs> but okay uh, can i just move on actually we're out of time just even yeah. quickly want to tell us let's i'll just tell you people al jazeera which is the most powerful thing qatar has other than their you know cng fields um ever since saudi and america have got together to you know kick qatar's ass they want al jazeera shut down at least in saudi it's already shut down i think the office has been closed i think that just proves how important propaganda slash news can be depending on which way you view it um and i think qatar is being unfairly treated here saudi is hardly in any position to tell anyone who's radicalizing you know terrorists uh, besides i think this has got a lot to do with qatar being very cocky with them when they had discovered their cng fields from the poor cousin they became the rich cousin it has nothing to do with anything else but as far as cnn uh, trump is concerned a very interesting poll which time magazine quoted the headline is Americans trust CNN more than Trump which I would hope would be like 80 to 20 no it's not it's like 51 to 43 so 43% of Americans Trump more trust yes, Trump, Trump more, more than, than CNN. CNN so fuck that well i mean but i'll I tell uh, you know i'll that. come to what manisha huh, said about like the... no i look it, it was a good retort but if you talk about retort in, sorry so Sir, manisha that video explained. that wasn't huh. theirs uh, it was viceland Okay. And another stand-up comic that got it, that made it along with uh, CNN. Oh, CNN was part but of the producer. It wasn't CNN. Say, so yeah, it wasn't really CNN's response, yeah, it, but it was Vice Land's response. Correct. It was a comic. Of, yeah. It was a comic. 
yeah. stake on the whole yeah. thing. Okay. Then I I didn't know this story. I thought it was actually CNN's response. CNN didn't it make wasn't it. Their official because response. what I felt no. was, you see. <clears throat> when cnn said that uh, we are actually fake news you know But all CNN the fake news is it was it, talking about your fake news hmm. it just went again on the i mean there have been multiple instances where cnn has been caught hmm. with the hmm. hand in the cookie jar so to say ki nahi bhaiya hum itne dood ke dhule hain ki sirf trump hi kharab hai hmm. that was the only thing that i didn't like in that interview but if it was not by cnn then of course you're free to hmm. you know, that was funny like i viewed it more from the funny hmm. response stand up comic hmm. kind of any other views uh, now now i think uh, here again when trump tweets something like that out as president uh, in an environment where there have been attacks on the media i think he has to be called out for it's it it's mad it's yeah it's completely insane and i have today we'll play two songs one is the song that anand vardhan requested <laughs> <laughs> which i love that song by the way i love the original bhojpuri version uh, and the other song is dedicated to the muslims rioting in 24 parganas aap khud hi sun lijiye after that we'll come with our suggestions khuda ke waaste parda na kabhi se utha jaali khuda ke Okay, uh, I have the following suggestions. One is there are two cities that I completely love. I react to them emotionally. One is Delhi, which I just fucking love, and the other is New York. And there's a very nice piece that I've tweeted out also on New York, uh, on Trump actually. But the way they describe, you know, how New York changed and how basically it is, how can a man who's so urban, he's grown up in 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 urban America, yet his entire politics is so anti-city. like how how do you reconcile that and they've explained why and it's as much a biography on trump as it is on new york i think it's a wonderful piece the other piece i want to uh, suggest is uh, it's actually you love it anand it is on how much of it is free will and how much is science it's a fascinating radio lab piece it's called Re- revising the fault line where it's about this guy who was epileptic he had a surgery <clears throat> and after his surgery his behavior changed in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. they removed a part of the front cortex mm-hmm. um and after that he spoiler alert uh so basically you discover after that surgery he started surfing child porn he started oh eating like a beast he started you know demanding sex all the time from his wife and when you know the agent discovered child porn on you know his this thing and then his defense was that it it because he wasn't like that before the surgery and this is in his 30s and the doctor said that yes after you remove a certain part of the front cortex and monkeys they've realized if you remove this part 
there are some inhibitions all of us have really evil thoughts deep inside but you know those get couched by that part of the brain that was removed to cure his epilepsy that's insane and then there's a fast but so the judge agreed that partly that's correct but yet there were parts where he could control so at that time he should have asked for help so she didn't give him the 5 years sentence that the prosecution sought she gave him 24 months but another scientist came and said that was wrong because even the monkeys when they you know like when they removed part of that monkey it would start mounting anything it would like you know start humping a infant it would start humping another male monkey it would start humping a water buffalo but it would never hump the alpha male because fear overrides everything else so basically this guy's point is that nothing is free will everything has a scientific neurological chemical reaction sure sure so it's actually a mind fuck uh, that means nothing <laughs> is free will everything can be explained you know, as science one of the most controversial uh, yeah, nobel prizes ever given hmm. was actually to a scientist who uh, performed lobotomy hmm. there was a lot of controversial thing you know this was actually quite common this is i mean lobotomy was in the 50s and 40s 30s remove part of your brain yeah to treat you know and then you realize uh, it's got your side effect ho gaya yeah so mujhe to wo bhi bahut controversial lag raha hai jo hotel david mein bomber ko nobel peace prize mil gaya so these are my two suggestions ko mila hai bhai to my two suggestions and another thing i just like to suggest is um you know, there was a, there is a famous sta- statement that satire dad when henry kissinger got the nobel peace yes. prize uh, your suggestion atul to ek kitab hai abhi maine khud nahi padhi hai lekin uh, wo uh, मंगा लिया है मैंने तो वह किताब है बेसिकली सिक्सटीज़ में स्वामी कृपात्री जी महाराज हुआ करते थे बनारस के थे तो वो बहुत एग्रेसिव हिंदुत्व मोमेंट वहाँ पे चला थे काउ प्रोटेक्शन का हिंदी इम्पोजिशन का और हिंदू राष्ट्र का ये सब तो उसी समय राहुल सांकृत्यान थे लेफ्टिस्ट ओरिएंटेशन के बहुत बड़े राइटर थे और पूरा देश दुनिया घूम रहे थे तो करपात्री जी महाराज ने किताब लिखी थी मार्क्सवाद और रामराज्य तो इस किताब को लेके करपात्री जी महाराज और राहुल सांकृत्यायन के बीच में बहसें हुई एक के बाद एक के बाद एक कई बहसें और उसके बाद राहुल सांकृत्यायन ने इस पर किताब लिखी रामराज्य और मार्क्सवाद तो जो राहुल सांकृत्यायन वाली किताब है वो बहुत क्रिस्प और बहुत अच्छी किताब है मैंने शुरुआत में उसके एक आदंश पढ़े हैं तो वो किताबें मुझे लगता है बहुत अच्छी किताब आज के टाइम में पढ़ने के लिए ओके थैंक यू वर्धन साहब What would you recommend? Manu Joseph's column. Ha. Ha. Say it. <laughs> yeah. His piece on Roger Federer. Are you serious? I knew it. Okay. In mint, it's a. I mean, it's a beautiful piece of writing. Just for writing, it's nothing that there is in it. He that went you, once to Shanghai. Shanghai yeah, opened yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote also, also yeah. in Open Magazine. He wrote about that. So that is one thing. Hmm. Um, नेक्स्ट इज ये हिंदी विवाद पे एक हजारी प्रसाद द्विवेदी की का एक लेख है कितने सरोवर तो वो आप पढ़ सकते हैं मतलब द्विवेदी जी का थैंक यू एंड आई एज्यूम यू विल अटेंड मनु जोसेफ सेशन एट द मीडिया रंबल ओके नॉट प्रॉमिसिंग व्हाट्स स्पीकिंग ऑन मनु नॉवेल्स एज reporting as oh. a storyteller so there's him there's rahul pandita this prayag akbar that's um, interesting that'll be moderated by anubhav if i'm not wrong i have met him only once okay for 2 minutes okay <laughs> this time we'll we'll tie him down in meeting for 10 <laughs> <laughs> ha huh? 
so i want to suggest um, one really long 4000 word piece in london review of books the age of detesting trump by david brombridge and also uh, there are two ground reports that scroll has carried with uh, by m rajshekhar he's traveled to bihar interesting reads i'd forget the headline but it'll be below the m rajshekhar economic times no no scroll scroll year to the ground it's a one year project that he's working on where he travels across states this one's from bihar it's kind of interesting hanji yeah i would recommend um, uh, people to download a document uh, from the stop tb website so they have prepared this uh, fairly extensive it comes out every two years so there's a two, 2017 thing on tuberculosis and how 29 to 30 countries are tackling it and i think it is absolutely important i would love it if you know many people would read it and maybe you know news laundry should do a, a very quick uh, a piece on that uh, i think it's very extensive and i think uh, the drug resistance and tuberculosis is, is really scary mm. and uh, this this document is very comprehensive it would give you a overall view of where india stands and it is not standing at a very good position i might add so that right. that's an interesting valuable one on science as usual from anand okay thank you for joining us before i wind up i'd just like to quickly point out um, mention this letter by sagar tetli sagar sorry i couldn't read your full letter it's about 900 words he's a 22 year old subscriber writing from wisag i'm leaving for the us to complete a masters in computer science at the university of pennsylvania yaar tum to genius type lagte ho and this imminent shift caused an unexplainable need to understand india and in indian identity and my own place within it slightly pretentious i know i must say that this understanding has been furthered considerably over the last few months and two primary contributors to this understanding have been my reading of nehru's the discovery of india and hafta <laughs> so hafta is helping you discover yourself and india and nehru's discovery of india i would suggest put down the heroes discovery of india <laughs> just pick hafta bro yeah. <laughs> so and he goes on to tell us what he likes about us and um other things you know he really likes anand vardhan in the cacophony of the right wing on television he has a very considered and a uh, uh, engaging conservative view which is worth listening to so anand uh, will try think, to steal you i don't think anand's view is conservative i would hmm. say it's non left okay <laughs> and he Only says you can say these things <laughs> and what Not he says non left <laughs> when everyone is everyone he says this panel only is nice and everyone is there hmm. um when anyone is missing it's not nice so anyway but was we have to do we all wear several hats so do subscribe thank you for ye hafta nahi aasa ye hafta nahi aasa ha aur isi par ye chodo laak ye gana suno All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.